virtually every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Me? Want you to smoke the natural herb. Sweet. Some call it marijuana. Sweet. Some call it sensory. Sweet. Some call it lamb's bread. The tea. And some people call it. Call it... Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. I'm Dave Charnick. And we are live in the studio. Back live. so high. With musical guests. Musical, we have in-house, we have our own, we have our own complimentary Paul Schaefer-esque. <laughs> Yowza. Without a microphone. Without a microphone. Mr. Chuck Solo in the house. So if you hear beats in the background, you'll know where they're coming from. They're, they're live. We're not going to get dinged on this show. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Undingable. Undingable Adam Dunn Show. I like that. Uh, we have a full show today. We've got um, Paul Weaver hanging in the wings right here from Boston Beer Company to start the show off. Um, we've got Dan Herrer coming in later from the Jack Herrer Cup, which is going to be at the end of the month here, in, or not here, but out in Vegas. I thought you were going to say, uh, we have Dan Herrer coming from his dad's balls. No, I didn't say no, that, but okay. you did. I did. You did. And uh, we've also got um, I got a guest. We have a guest host coming in, Case Asp. Yeah, here. glass artist. She's bringing um, us down a rig to try. Oh, even better. And then um, we've got some updates from last week's show, which is pretty awesome. There's a. Did you did you get that um, that link from this morning? I yeah, Mark. I posted it hours before you. No, you I know. I'm it. saying it to Mark, the guy, not to you. Oh, I'm talking God. to Mark, the guy in charge of all the production stuff on the show, because you know there's a world out there of people. People yes, that did not see your post. Imagine that. Anyway, what? So, yes, there are. So um, our guest from last week, Mr. Cannabis uh, Connoisseur, Connoisseur 007, 007, has achieved uh, success basically by rallying the troops and getting everybody involved to uh, understand that we as stoners can collectively get together and not cause trouble, which is what they seem to have imagined. And uh, unfortunately, for the for the people out there that were trying to fuck us over, it looks like it backfired incredibly. So that's awesome to see. So basically, the MED, so basically the MED is that they're not going to uh, interfere with people who are uh, licensed groups that are doing parties, which is great because they were basically trying to hamstring us into... Uh, Back to the back to pre pre uh, legalization days. Well, I mean, if you really looked at what pre-legalization, 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 at what was being called out, it was it was almost so minute the, the minutia she went through. She was calling people out if they just had a party and happened to work at a dispensary, and they said you can't. It's like now you can't party anymore. You can't hang with friends. You can't bring the fruits of your labors. You know, is what they I were like trying how I can to see. You may only distribute the I like fruits. how I can see right not through. Enjoy them. <laughs> right through Chuck Solo. I can see through your heart, right? Chuck. Yeah. Well, I you love how no he's heart. almost the same size as <laughs> Captain Kangaroo here. I mean, uh, the king. It's King Friday. King Friday. You know what day it is? 
It's Friday. There you go. Yeah. You fucking Friday. answered your own question. It's, it's going down, Vinny. It's losing. It's it's limp. He's a light keeps going. It's got a leak in the bottom. Need some Viagra in that lighter. (laughs) We're breaking the fourth wall, but Vinny is fixing one of the lights here, and he sets it up six feet high, and he walks away, and it comes down to like three feet. Slowly, though. Yeah, no, slowly. In a very dilapidated manner. And now it's out. Um, So uh, what what else did we have? We had something else that was in the wings. Let me think. Uh, What was it? Come on. I don't remember. Dave, get it together. What do you? What? Shut up. We have Boston Beer, Paul Weaver. Mm-hmm. We have Dan Herrer. I just said all we have Casas, and, and we're trying to roll into it so we can you can remember you're, jog your memory. Oh, you're jogging my memory. Yeah, I get it. Oh, maybe Jeff Josie Bear treats later. I get it. I get it. We have joints. We have. Um, I did invite Jeffrey Peterson to come through, so hopefully he rolls. So you know who he is right. Four twenty comic. Come on, Ooh. you remember Jeffrey Peterson? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's in town. So if he's listening, make your way over here. Get some get some barbecue after you come after. Well, is it ready? No? Close? We're pretty close. If you want the best barbecue in Denver and you're in Denver, you come Yo. over to So High Cafe, and then you can come back and say hi to us. So how dope would that be? Oh, and we just gave uh, our we just gave our winner from last. That's what it was. See, you don't remember the things you even just did five minutes ago. I showed up with a bong. That's right, from our buddy Jane West, who did the giveaway. It actually worked. It worked. Yeah. Jane did it. Jane did it. She made managed to give something I mean, away on the Adam Dunn show. Picture, oh yeah, we did forget to take yeah. picture. So Sorry, it wasn't Jane. total. No, no, it had to be. No, Dave forgot to take. Dave, the Dave walked in. He goes, "Winner!" I put the box down. She, 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 she took the out. box and she walked out. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. I was like, "Well, well I don't blame her." Yeah. Walking into this. Yeah, she came in here like and we thought, "Uh oh." Hey, hey. This might be the last place I walk into. <laughs> Creepy vibes. <laughs> kind of has that vibe. Kind of has so that vibe. So high cafe. You Mr. Walk X is in. in the house. Mr. X is in the house. I love how I gave him that nickname. He loves how you gave him that nickname. Oh, yeah. We got them all coming down. Look at this. Meeting of the minds happening in the background. Um, Pros from Dover. That's right. And we have musical interludes. And we have interludes. So, yeah. all the time. Nice. Um,. But smooth we, I think, Look at that. 445. Mr. Weaver's five. in the wings. We have him yeah. lined up. How, how smooth is look, running? We just we were late, but nobody knew that, and we roll right into it. Bring him. Bring him no on. No one would have known. The, bring on the. Ladies guests. and gentlemen. Oh. Boston beer. Um, you know, I sent him bio oh, founder. You study the. You didn't study the whole thing. You have to study it. Uh, no, I wanna. I wanna ask dumb questions so that everyone can, you know, raise your can of IQ. He's the head of cannabis. Come on, can you head of cannabis for Boston beer? There we go. Yeah. And yeah, let's start. Let's get begin with the basics. And he doesn't have a beard. Dude. I'm really surprised. In my mind, he was a big burly guy with a beard. Yeah, just the classic and, and brewer. Was, exactly. And I was like, like wait, just like down no. here, like a Tank Abbott, you know, the yeah. Tank Abbott beard, then just pull down. That's exactly you what I was it. imagining. You missed. You didn't read all the way down with the asterisk. Said either that or he will just have a hat turned backwards. No, no, no. I didn't. You didn't yeah. see that. There's the yeah. new craft brewer just turns their hats backwards. That's man. it. That's. that's it's, this is formal wear now, right? So you, if it's front, you're at work, you turn it around, now it's formal wear. So you're based up in Canada, in Toronto? Is that what I said? Yeah, I'm, I'm in uh, my home here in Toronto. Nice. Thanks and for having cool. me on your uh, on your wacky show. And Thank I'm really you. pumped what? To, uh, to have a little music interlude, too. I like this Paul Schaefer vibe. Hey, anything, it's all for you, too. This is all personalized. Oh, yeah, personalized. look at that. Yeah, right? Can you play any Boston? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, come on. I, I you, probably can. You, you know? was just another band out of you Boston. Can, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. So, uh, 
welcome to the show. And uh, I'm pretty excited to hear that real companies are now starting to step step their game up because the the uh, cannabis drink history is pretty sorted at best. I mean, there's been a whole bunch of companies that came out and tried to do it, and they were failed miserably. They were. It's a very tough one to to master because it's like you're blending two different, completely different things. Cannabis tends yeah, to not I, like to get bottled. You know what I mean? It has this idea of like you put it all. Come the, a long way. You put it all in way. there. You got it all set up, <laughs> and then somebody goes, you know, all this stuff is just sort of floating around in there, or it's settled, or something reacted, or there's always yeah. These I mean, issues. like alcohol is used to like preserve stuff, right? It's like you don't really worry about alcohol going away. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but THC is a much more delicate ingredient, so it's uh, yeah, it's, it took us a few years collectively as a, an entire category. Um, kind of all of us. And we, I feel like most of us in the cannabis drink space all kind of know each other now at this point. And we've all gone through the trenches of basic fundamentals of chemistry and stability. And now we get to focus on what matters, which is like, all right, now can we make it taste good? Yeah. And was Canada really like the, the playground for you to develop this product because of their rules and regulations years ahead of the United <clears throat> States in regards to nationwide consumption? Yeah. I mean, listen, there's not uh any market that's a perfect parallel every every market every state has its own unique nuances so think about canada as you know it's about population the size of california it's just kind of another legal market to play in but the nice thing for a company like boston beer who makes sam adams twisted tea angry orchard cider you know these kind of hits in beverage alcohol we're also a publicly traded company on the new york stock exchange we've been around for 40 years next year's our 40th anniversary and so we don't have the same flexibility to participate at the state level mso game but canada is unequivocally legal it is um very crystal clear regulations and it's far from perfect but it gives us um you know a very clear runway to get our sea legs so uh, we set up this R&D department deliberately to prepare for the American market, but uh, uh, we're focused now on just kind of building our product portfolio, and we've got a really great product teapot here that's um, a cannabis iced tea, and we're selling that here in Canada, and we're really trying to refine that so that one day we could, you know, uh, sell it in our in our home market of America. That's awesome, and and I mean, I think the like you're saying before with like Sam Adams, kind of considered the original sort of microbrew mentality like as yeah. far as they kind of push that whole agenda and then twisted tea of course got a lot of got, got a lot of props of that guy whacking that dude in that place that was a good one that was that was some good you know well, well you know that got us some short-term flip but you know that's twisted tea is the number 10 big beer in, in america like number 10 yeah. the 10th biggest beer in america but that's a 20-year mm -hmm. uh journey so it took us 20 years to to get to that that smart and then smart. also, and also the, like uh this... angry orchard also seems to have some pretty make some waves as far as i see it everywhere i mean i don't know how good the the sales are on overall but it seems like it's out there like it's, it's well cider as a category is actually really interesting to compare it with weed because when we launched angry orchard we also really advocated for cider regulations in america to change and that really helped prop up the american cider category so yeah, like I think our history, I mean, I, I've only been with the company for a couple of years as their cannabis um, lead, but, you know, for 40 years, we really kind of helped bolster a craft beer movement and a cider movement. Hard seltzer is also a thing that we were um, big champions of, and now here we are. 
21st century marijuana drinks. (laughs) Paul, I have to say, it's the modern day. um, It's the modern day uh, wine cooler, basically. So it's like it's like Zima. It's like the Zima of of today. today. (laughs) You, You know, up until meeting you, you know, five minutes ago with everybody else, I would have had to say that in you know mainstream, like the the real world, not like specifically the can industry, the person who wound up with the best title. I hate to say it, was Pinsky. He had cannabis producer for Bong Appetit. I mean, he had a whole card on television. Now I meet you? No, yours is the fucking best. No, but that was all it is, and then it fizzled. You're doing a job now that every beer company is gonna fill. You've created a niche in the market that Budweiser's going to have a cannabis person, Heineken's going to have a cannabis person. They all are. So you're the first of what will be potentially a career for people. Yeah, okay, cheers. Cheers yeah. to that, guys. No, right. I'm serious. Congrats. I'm, well, well, yeah, it's like, I mean, now we're now now things like uh, you know back before the whole legalization, just the idea of being a you know head grower of a major thing was like was a dream for most people now now it's almost the opposite now it's sort of like it's an 18 hour 18 dollar an hour job right they've 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 lowered it to that 1850 deep. come on yeah maybe if you're lucky but in general uh hopefully hopefully yeah. your position stays more uh upper echelons there well i think that the 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 nice thing about our entire cannabis division at boston beer is we all have cut our teeth in various uh, companies before kind of coming together to create with this this dream team that we've got running our our cannabis division and, and we're pretty small there's only about six of us um and we that are directly 100 percent focused on the cannabis category and the rest is us you know borrowing resources and teams and being a part of a broader mothership that we that we definitely get to benefit from so no we've got a really experienced crew uh that's why we think we've got the best tasting cannabis drinks in the category um and yeah i agree i think that we're trying to set a precedent that this is this isn't like some short-term opportunity this is a long-term future proofing for beverage alcohol companies that are seeing the newest generation of drinkers really starting to question their alcohol consumption and we got to be prepared so it's not just like a a nice to have luxury like if we want to continue to be the leaders in kind of adult recreation and fun we better be prepared to understand how cannabis fits in that mix. Well, and they're also well now said. they're well also said. now getting you know the data's coming in, which is saying, oh, you know, people are switching over. It's actually happening now, and because there's a whole new generation of people who are, it's not not stigmatized because they are raised in legal cannabis. You know what I mean? And that's that's well, a, a whole new world. Well, no offense, Adam, and, I, and listen, hey, I mean, I hope you know you're talking to a friend. I love smoking. Jack Herrera specifically, I can't wait, can't believe he got his son on. Uh, so I'm a pot smoker yeah. in my uh, in my background, <clears throat> but most people, <laughs> the average civilian, mm-hmm. uh, does Mug- not we call like them to muggles? smoke anything. Okay, call them muggles. Uh, the the average muggle, you know, they don't smoke, they don't vape. Their precious lung health and uh, cannabis culture is pretty intimidating. Cannabis culture is very um, cool. It's a cool cold scene, and it's hard to get someone to um, take that leap and go into a dispensary. But like teapot, it's kind of like a dad joke. It's kind of meant to be disarming and fun. A drink, a sessionable low dose cannabis drink is the easiest way to have a cannabis conversation with a muggle. 
And what is it when you say low dose? What is the low dose like? Five five milligrams. Five milligrams per drink. It's you know, and, I, uh, it's and, a great concept. It we we thought of this at I don't, I don't even I, I have I have a hundred thousand worthless shares of Dixie stock from back in the day, and Dixie elixirs, the, yeah. their, their idea was in back in two thousand twelve was to sell a six pack with ten milligrams each. And it would allow the cannabis person to consume 60 milligrams over the course of the evening while their buddies drank alcohol. And that was supposed to give you that equivalent buzz. And I don't know, I, I, I couldn't get really get behind the concept then, but now it's booming. It's taking hold everywhere. People love cannabis beverages. It, well, you know, you talk about like the potency conversation is one that I don't think will ever go away. And I mean, it's the same in alcohol, right? You've got 40% hard spirits and 5% beer and wine somewhere in the middle. But um, I also think about like the shopper experience and where you're buying it. The most successful cannabis drinks in dispensaries, surprise, surprise, are the strongest drinks, right? So we're talking Uncle Arnie's, um, Dixie, Keef, uh, XMG. Uh, the low dose category, like five milligrams of THC, something that you're meant to have a couple you know, it's we're we're in the business here to sell beer and sell drinks. I'd like to sell you a few drinks, not just one. I like this guy. Those products, those products sell really, really well when we can get them in liquor stores, mm -hmm. like what's happening in Minnesota. You know, see in Minnesota. Do you guys know what's going on in Minnesota? Yeah, yeah we've been very, very, very impressed by that actually. Yes, too. but maybe somebody listening might not know they are yeah, selling. Yeah, okay. So through uh, some ass backward means of legalization, they've accidentally introduced edibles into liquor stores in Minnesota. And then you can buy low dose uh, drinks and gummies in the same place you buy your wine, your beer. And uh, it's not only uh, delighting new drinkers, but it's really challenging uh, the status quo. And it's starting to outpace traditional beer sales. And right. it's waking up a lot of uh, sleeping giants as far as what the size of the opportunity can be once you get a cannabis drink in the right context in the yeah. periphery of beverage alcohol so minnesota is this fascinating case study i was out there a few weeks ago and it's just like you know you, you kind of have a vision when you're working in a cannabis beverage category and then to see it actually play out yeah that's awesome with success is very validating but it's also extremely exciting so um, yeah, Minnesota is, is where it's at. That's a good, that's a good test. Right that's a great test ground. And it's also, it's very comparable to like, we do a lot of trade shows where, you know, it's a cannabis trade show. Everything is cannabis. You kind of get overwhelmed. You don't really sort of, everybody kind of doesn't get as much out of it as you can. But if you're the one cannabis guy at another show, you are the main, like all oh, of a totally. sudden, all of a sudden you're the yeah, most popular. So funny. Like, I totally like, agree. Yeah. Like how, yeah. man, what's going on over there? And it's like, oh, these guys you know. are doing some sort of weed thing over there. Because we have a, I have a hemp company also, a hemp clothing company. So a lot of times we would be in these like uh, organic clothing trade shows where everything was very button up and very stiff. And then all of a sudden you go to our booth and we have plants and vibes and DJs and everybody's like, what's going on over here? You know, and you're the, you're the cool spot. Why aren't you stuffy? You know, so in general, yeah, if you're in the liquor store where everybody's, you know, got their, they got their, uh, their shelf space already figured out, and then lo and behold, the people see a cannabis leaf, they're going to grab it compared to, uh, well, and things and, they've seen know, already. We've, I think we forget, I mean, because we, we're all like pretty evangelical here. Like, weed is awesome. And, uh, if you have never been high before, 
when you have a nice five milligram THC experience, like you're typically going to come back and probably do that again. And uh, it's that's why these low post potency products are just so perfect for a new consumer because it's a great experience. It's it tastes great now, now, <laughs> uh, and they have a great easy uh, manageable experience. The risk of over intoxication with a five milligram drink is pretty pretty low. Yeah. And what products did you launch with in Minnesota? Well, we don't sell anything outside of Canada oh. uh, because our, our market is our, our market in America is exclusively alcohol until some progress. Like we're, we're, you know, still in Canada refining teapot, but we're, you know, we're here in America paying attention and understanding what, what roads might open Understood. up in the next. You know, so what are those products time. behind you? Well, yeah, now we're talking teapot. So teapot is our first cannabis beverage. Uh, it's a line of uh, non-carbonated strain-specific iced teas. So the thesis behind teapot is there's a right tea and a right pot for the right occasion. So we have a line of good day iced teas that are uh, caffeinated teas that are infused with a strain up here in Canada called Pedro's Sweet Sativa. It's a, a old uh, medical cannabis strain. And then we just introduced our first good evening iced tea, um, a blueberry chamomile with no caffeine. And it is uh, infused with an indica strain called black sugar rose. And it's uh, uh, low sugar, lower calories than our daytime piece. So Teapot is a, at its core, a great tasting iced tea brand, uh, but it has a lot of layers to it uh, to appeal to a cannabis consumer. And it's also kind of an easy analog to understand for a new consumer they understand tea you know like mm -hmm. daytime tea nighttime tea chamomile rooibos evening iced teas so that's the idea uh, behind teapot it's supposed to make cannabis super easy to understand super easy to consume it's i think the most um welcoming and um non-intimidating cannabis brand in the industry and it's now uh the best-selling cannabis tea in canada it's the number one edible in quebec and uh, it was voted a 2023 best new product here in Canada. So it's doing really well for us up here north of the border. Um, but the idea behind Teapot uh, hopefully is pretty simple and easy to understand and not intimidating. Did you guys do any minor cannabinoid sort of research as far as like maybe adding CBG to one C or CBD C to another? Or CBN for our evening. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Know. Like CBN for evening, <laughs> yeah. CBG for the morning. And No, like... I well, one, um, now we're starting to get like the double click, triple click, quadruple click into the cannabis conversation that for a teapot consumer is just a little bit too much, right? Like mm. five milligrams of THC, five, 10, 15, 20, I can easily do the arithmetic and not get too um, funky with it. But we, we, like I said, our R&D team is uh, top notch. So we've been playing around with the, the minor cannabinoid stuff. There's a lot of CBG drinks and the category right now, I think there's yeah. um, some energizing kind of benefits maybe with the, the CBG play. But teapot, teapot's kind of meant to be idiot proof. And the minute you say anything other than THC, right, you which might, is already kind of like, oh, you might lose it them. starts to get a little bit too verbose. So, no, we, we're we sticking with just the uh, <clears throat> the OG cannabinoid, the most honest cannabinoid, I like to say. I can see how that can have a marketing play, but I think there is a demographic of customer out there who likes to have the holistic blends goes for, you know, looking for all the other uh, stomach microbes. You know, they wanted to have sure. good gut health or something like that. So I think there is a segment of the population who would appreciate something like that. Think of all the yoga well, centers. Think of all the Pilates. Well, the nice thing about 
all this guys is we're just getting started like we've been in market a year mm -hmm. and uh at our core we try to keep it super simple but uh there's there's an endless amount of pot and there's an endless amount of tea and we can put teapots together um uh, forever so whether we want to get super funky with rare cannabinoids or make like a non-elk version that's exclusively cbd and hemp derived there's a ton of ways that we could take the teapot brand mm -hmm. but at its core it's a five milligram easy to understand thc beverage so it doesn't taste at all like weed or smell at all like weed right and i think that's a big part of the hesitancy to leaning into full spectrum stuff is like it's still start, it would start to taste kind of bad too and we know that taste is the most important driver for so is it the success of the, of the drink. Can or bottle? Cans. Is it the, the girth of the can kind of matters? Is it the fat can like a beer or is it the skinny can like a Red Bull? <laughs> the teapot it's is somewhere in the middle. Uh, so it's a okay. it's it's called a sleek can. So uh, this is this is one here. You know it's uh, so it's uh, yeah, it's a little fatter than a hard little... seltzer can, like a like a like a truly hard seltzer can. Okay, yeah. He's an expert. He's, um, uh, it's yeah. like the clams. <laughs> The it's White right. Claws. The manliest of all yeah. the seltzers, Happy Dad. Yeah. Oh, Happy Dad. They do Dad. have death row grape drink happy also. Dad. <laughs> the manliest of seltzers, I like it. And yeah, one... no, I, well, but do you, do you guys know all about, like, the the shit we went through years ago with can liners and packaging for THC drinks? Like, no, we learned a long time ago. Oh, tell us, tell us. And, oh, yeah. Give us, the, give us the inside scoop. Well, just that, you know, we learned a long time ago that making a cannabis beverage is not as simple as just putting the liquid in a can and calling it a day. Yeah. Um, THC Wait, before is you two get delicate. Before you two get too deep into this, are you referring to the thing when Dixie got called out years ago because they released a can of beverage and when they tested it, if they said whatever they said was in it, there was 75% less because it was mm -hmm. all stuck to the inside like they opened the can up and looked in it afterwards and all the oil was stuck to the inside of makes the sense. can makes sense because you can think about the like uh how oil moves around like if you have a, a plastic container with oil inside of it it definitely has a, there's a weird reaction there there's definitely not well you know it's uh, every beverage can whether it's like a, a can of sam adams or a can of a pepsi has a liner inside of it so that it doesn't taste like metal and those liners are all standardized, you know, like we've been making cans since the whatever 50s or 60s and eventually figured out if you don't want to taste like aluminum, you better put a liner on that. Every beverage can in the world has a liner on it. What we didn't consider at the time was the impact that liner would have on the cannabinoids. We just It's just a variable we had never really considered. And THC molecules were starting to suck into that liner. Right. And but it's not finite it's not like it just keeps going forever there is there is just it's just a variable that we've got to figure when you make when and i'm you sure it's, i'm it. sure it's also strain uh, strain specific on that too because i've had we talked about this in the show before where haze varieties right so like like what you like those high terpenoline strains like uh, jack and stuff they have a more uh, caustic reaction to rubber to like, okay. so if you have a rubber band and you wrap it around uh, a bag of weed, because this is how my this is how Rob Clark figured this out. He was like, they would come back later, and all the haze varieties, the rubber band would just fall apart, and they'd be like, huh, that was weird. What the fuck's going on here? And all the indicas, they didn't do that. So there was something different about that particular, uh, and it was not about THC. It's about the rest of the plant, because THC is THC, so it doesn't matter if it's coming from here or there. But it's all those, because you got to think of terpenes as solvents. They're all solvents, right? They're they're yeah. they're they're what stay within the plant 
liquid when the plant hardens up. Any waxy stuff is not going to be very caustic. But if it's very well, but I mean, what you're thin, speaking to is just trial and error, right? Like it took a yeah. decade of trial and error to say, okay, hold, don't do that anymore. <laughs> Stop. And using we've been that. making cannabis drinks for about, you know, maybe ten years. Mm -hmm. And even then, you know, I think in terms of real sophisticated, highly regulated oversight, maybe five. So I think. Um, you know, we're just, we're, it's a new category. We're just learning and right. we're learning in many ways the hard way, but you know, here we it's, are. It's actually the only way to can learn with cannabis because it's an untraveled in many ways. By you know, we've, even though we've been growing for years, every day is a learning curve, right? So you, you grow a new strain, you have a new, you, things pop up all the time. Um, you know, was, one of the things Sam Adams, uh, so they sponsored my friend's cannabis event Two years ago, I believe it was, and um, it was the first time any like beer company has ever sponsored. What was the a, event? Uh, the Connors. It was a Cultivators Cup in Massachusetts. Um, okay. At the and my friend had thrown it on, and they had so they had guys there from Sam Adams, and I was like, wow, that's pretty bold right there because at that time I had never heard of any beer company, any alcohol company, <laughs> taking that risk. So I kind of feel like it's in there. It's well, in, it's in their background, it seems like, huh, to, to be on that edge. Well, you think about, like, what's our strategy here? Why why are we doing this? Because it's not just because we, we as a company are clearly friends and cannabis consumers. I realized my first beer sales conference with Boston that, that we got a lot of cannabis consumers at the company. Um, it's not just, like, about new business. I mean, that's the main core, a new source of incremental revenue to this publicly traded company. But also it's about risk mitigation? How do we ensure that our brands, our drinkers um, love us more as they're continuing to explore cannabis, right? Like so if a Sam Adams drinker is also a cannabis consumer and we know that and we know how to kind of talk to them that way, that helps helps us lose less volume to this emerging new option. So it's also just good brand protection. So, so are the main guys behind Sam Adams, are they obviously, I mean, they're obviously cannabis friendly, but are they like stoners just that's why they're into this or is it just coming from a, from a marketing point? <laughs> no i would never i listen i i don't i don't think anyone that's running our beer brands and um lauren is her name she's the director of, of sam adams uh is uh i don't, I don't think she's I, I haven't asked i don't think she's a, a bothead but i think they're just again aware of this new generation of drinkers and mindful that there's uh different ways you got to talk to them and you have to understand their tastes and preferences uh in this new new age so there's a party no, i don't think i don't think it's necessarily just that we've got a bunch of potheads at the company no oh, are from it. i think i think we just have a lot of really smart people that know their drinkers and are trying to stay in front of the curve i feel like your product lines up pretty well with mocktails as well and that you yeah are not gonna you mean you mean teapot well, yeah, I'm saying you know, mocktails are like really big in a lot of the big cities where people who shouldn't drink can't drink and they still like to have a a nice little flavor of a drink and it just, all it does is taste good and it doesn't do anything. Right. But or then, it does something but different. You know, <laughs> right. we but actually then. have a gold medal winning non-alc beer called Just the Haze. It sounds like a cannabis drink. That's fine. Uh, but j Just the Haze. Is there any haze in it? Adams is, <laughs> no, just the just the haze of the of the of the I said terps no, the, the hops. But uh, so it's like a hazy IPA, which is a, a common craft beer. Yeah. But, but I love bringing just the haze to cannabis events when we can't bring teapot and we can't really or we shouldn't really be leaning too hard into alcohol. 
we've got this really awesome crushable craft beer that's non-alcoholic that we can easily fit into the occasion and hell it even sounds like a cannabis and, brand and, so, hop, and hop uh, uh hop drinks are kind of hot now too right like the whole hop uh, <clears throat> infused because there's a lot of people who don't drink i, I stopped drinking seven years ago myself I, yeah. I'm not missing the hop flavor as much as I know other people. I, we have a friend who just loves to drink hop uh, flavored water, yeah. you know, just because he's connected in that sense. But I mean, I, I like a good craft beer, but I think, you know, hop, hops are for people who love craft beer, right? So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, and that's when, when I quit drinking, I was like way too into it you know what i mean i was like mosaic hops only and i was like kind of like i had i had my <laughs> you know i had, I had deep I was, in the yakima valley <laughs> exactly and i was just like uh oh this is bad this is not good i'm not too into this right at this point in time so that was part of part of the reason why i quit as i figured i was way too into it at that point and maybe i should stop yeah i mean i think everyone has their own relationship with alcohol everyone has their own relationship with pot too right like yeah well, that was the realization that, for me was that I am a weed guy, so I better let me focus on that and like like let's not get too excited about. I, I'm beer. I'm I'm the the embodiment of the Venn diagram of being a beer guy and a weed guy. You can't find a more beer weed guy than me. So, nice. I I am I straddle that world. Well, I mean this this like you were saying the synergies are there. I mean the plants related, they seem to be the same social lubricants in different circles. So cannabis and alcohol kind of go together if you can use them in moderation and you're not sort of I won't go on my bully pulpit about what the 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 conference industry has done in the promotion of alcohol and less in the promotion or allowing access to cannabis for us but this is a great step and I'd like to see what comes next. I think my happiest moments and, and <coughs> some of the happiest moments, I can't say the happiest moments, some of the happiest moments in my life were just standing there with a joint in one hand and a beer in the other hand. And I was like, this is fucking great. Because <laughs> it was like a moment <laughs> in time where they weren't being separated. You know what I mean? It was like, oh yeah, you can smoke here. Really? Oh, great. All of a sudden you're like, everything just, woo, the vibe changes so much. So I can, I, I 100%. Uh, well, I think, but I do think there is, you know, you're a, a professional and I can think we could say that, right? Like I'm a professional. Like we're mm -hmm. all here, like what did he representing just call you? a very. Oh. <laughs> but the but like we know our relative tolerance. I think better than the average person, and we know how to handle our grog, as they say. And yeah. I do think that low dose cannabis products are the way to kind of find that balance because there's nothing worse though than like Sp spinning out. <laughs> spinning out, so, yeah. And I think so you just gotta. Well, you really gotta preach. You gotta preach like it's zero tolerance for driving and you got to preach start low go slow you just those two basic principles of it's also of very important timing timing is also very important right like if you're really if you're fucking buzzed you don't go and hit on a joint for the first time because that will knock your ass down right whereas if you do the other way around you're smoking some weed and someone's like obviously it never has an effect because you have to work your way up to that point but you're already there when you're <laughs> when you're drunk or a little bit buzzed it's yeah. just that perfect moment to get a whitey <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> clock out. Get a whitey. The <laughs> well, the guys in the band would be like, call it kryptonite. If you have a girl who's had a little bit of a drink and she's the life of the party, <laughs> we're all going to have a good time. Yeah. You give her one hit off of that joint and it's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> kryptonite. It killed Superman, you know. Right. Oh, kryptonite. Good good analogy. I like that one. So welcome, Case House of the show, Dave. You're doing Thanks, the classic guys. stoner thing where you don't. I was waiting for the little oh, yeah, moment. Oh, yeah, you guys were classic stoner. I... <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> you going to introduce us? 
Nice to see you guys. Thanks for having me. You're Good welcome. The traffic everyone. everywhere was f horrible tonight it in the Denver awful. area. I mean, really fucking bad. It's a cool place, so everyone wants to be here now. Oh, yeah. Cool yeah. place. <laughs> You've been out this way? You've been out yeah. this way uh, to Colorado? Me? Yeah. Of course. You know, I used to work for Molson Coors oh, for a of number course. of years. And so I'd be going out to Golden of course you did. all the time. And uh, I love I love Denver, that 16th Street strip there. Uh, I know it's probably a bit of a tourist trap, but like that, that's my, my jam when I would come and stay uh, downtown. And no, I love... Uh, I love. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of homeless Denver. people out there right now. Now it's not looking oh, so shit. hot. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean now, it's been, it's now been it years is, since now I worked there. The, but... the other day they had some guy was driving a stolen car or something through there, and it was like crap, smashing into stuff. Oh god! I was like, okay, 16th Street Mall's not. But like there are stuff. pianos. Yeah, yeah, clearly haven't been in a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, but no, getting out to Golden uh, is a pretty cool experience as a beer person, as a, as someone who really appreciates. The end to end, like talk about vertical integration. That is the, that is vertical integration for the beer business right there. You got canning, manufacturing, malting of, of barley, um, brewing of the beer. It all happens in the valley there, and um, it's pretty cool to see old school vertical integration. Yeah, I know. I lived in Golden when I first moved here, Colorado, and it was like my uncle came out, and when I grew up, he was like in the. This is like the early 80s when he was like the Coors guy, you know what I mean? And it was like back when they would not sell it past the east, would not go east of the Mississippi or whatever. It was like Smokey and the Bandit. And then he would get it. And he, I remember it was like the big deal, you know, I was like, oh, my God. And so when I when I told him I lived in Golden, he was like, I'm coming out. And for him, it was like, oh, Mecca, you know what I mean? It was, it was so funny to watch. Legally, I can bring back 10 cases in my trunk, man. So what is the future for Boston beer in regards to U.S. regulation? Are you just going to play a wait and see or are you going to look to possibly maybe through licensing or franchising? Maybe if you, you know, had a layer between you being a publicly traded company. I mean, there are publicly traded cannabis companies. I mean, you're, that's not you know, they're just not any U.S. So publicly I, traded so cannabis first, companies. Absolutely like that we're an American company, right? So what we're doing is to enter the American market. That's what we are doing. I think that the when and how is is an, is an ongoing dialogue. But to your, your point though on other publicly traded companies, New York Stock Exchange is a different level of oversight than even NASDAQ, much less TSX, much less where Cureleaf and other um, large MSOs find themselves being traded. So New York Stock Exchange is just a different level of uh, regulatory compliance, I think, than anyone in the cannabis industry really is um, uh, is doing. But one thing that I think we're all realizing now, and I'm sure you guys would agree, is this isn't going to be like Canada, where you're going to have this singular moment in time, legalization, the end of the drug war. We all raise our hands and, and sing kumbaya it's going to be a slow fastidious a slow dismantling a slow and tedious clusterfuck no basically. train but, wreck I, but I think a, dis a, a dismantling of prohibition versus a pr uh, progressive legalization if that makes sense right so you're going to have sure. all these things disassembled in terms of now it's going to be descheduling or rescheduling from one to three and then it'll be banking and then it'll be this and it'll be that so i think it's this dismantling of prohibition that companies like us look at and then it's you know how, how much of that dismantling is going to make us comfortable 
and how do we ensure that we don't compromise our core business of selling, you know, a billion dollars of alcohol? So, well, you said something there. I don't want you to just glaze over. You said when it goes from one to three, and for for us, if what you say is true, it is rife with fear. Um, maybe for a big corporation like Boston Beer, Schedule Three would give you guys a good framework landscape to to enter but for the craft person will probably be wiped out right away because they will figure out a way to corporatize it to the point of uh, only physician recommendation through medical means and then Mm -hmm. it it really depends on how having they're either going to have to kill medical or they're going to have to go with recreational is what i'm hearing with schedule three like they conflict It'd be very difficult. You're going to go to, or you're going to have like the way it is right now, right? You go to a doctor for a prescription for Motrin, but you can buy Advil. Are you and okay, it's dude? just less, because, but it, it's, it, there's a ton of shit that can happen. So we have some low, you can buy the shittiest weed ever, right. or you can get a prescription. Well, get but like, right. so first, first <laughs> I'm not as, I'm not as like conspiratorial as, as that, right? Like, yeah, I'm sure that there's some you know, dystopian endgame where all of a sudden it's exclusively in pharma's hands and we're all kind of beholden to that pathway. But I think that, again, it's just like America is about states. It's not about always about one singular approach. That's to the only thing spoken like a true Canadian. Buying alcohol, <laughs> buying alcohol in Pennsylvania is drastically different than buying alcohol in Colorado. And I do think you just have to re- respect that it's going to unfold where it's going to be just this weird messed up fragmented channel and if you want to smoke weed you will find a pathway to smoke weed in every state in the country at some point that's kind of the the end game and me we and it's, did that well, before <laughs> anyway you know that was already yeah happening, but right? i mean but but you know even <clears throat> a state like wisconsin where it's like a felony right like the, the taboo is still very much there what i think going from schedule one to schedule three does though is it is a huge admission that our stigma towards marijuana was wrong and that there actually is value and merit to this plant. And with that, it comes a ton of economic and social benefits. So I think moving from one to three, yeah, there's the risk that it, it snowballs into this huge issue, but I think it's, we it's, think we should view it as a massive step forward. How about one to D? Well, yeah. schedule. Yeah, but like, but like, but you can't be naive, right? Like one to D is, is, that's the way it should be for sure. But like, is that going to happen? Like, let's then honest. I'm not in any rush for anything to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I a, am right. Like, yeah. I, but I think, I think we want to try and I know. get moving here. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough call though, because really it does. Um, the, it, it, if you read it as it is, we're fucked. You know what I mean? That's how it, that's how it reads out. It's not like a, but it's unfortunate. Luckily <clears throat> we're, well, fortunate for us, but, we are very good at not doing what we're told, so I think it wouldn't it wouldn't be good in there. It wouldn't be good to go so harsh like that. So it won't be like that, but it will be. It could slowly uh, close it off. You know, that makes there, it very, there's very the economic place. cat is out of the bag. You can't put that toothpaste back in the tube. I think yes, like the, the Spo- again, spoken like right a Adam, there is true Canadian. Be, there is going to be kind of standing on the shoulders of every generation of, of industry model that came before it. Mm. We'll just all have to adapt and make sure that we're staying in front of that curve. But yeah, it's progress though. 
uh, Paul, maybe uh, should I put a Canadian accent on or something? I mean, are you watching what's happening in the United States politics right now? Are the chances that anything will go in our favor and be good for the the people that we're interact that we interact with? It's very frightening right now. So that's what are why you I doing, say Canada? I'm I'm fine with status quo right now. I just don't the powers that be in every in the United States right now. I just don't I don't want them fuck it. They'll fuck it up. They will fuck it up so bad. They'll fuck it up for you too. You know, I mean, don't don't count on them. I I can hear the positivity in you, but again, well, spoken I, like a true Canadian. You, you know, you you have I'm a great a dual citizen. I'm from Mesa, Arizona, and I think it's just. No, he never said. He never. No, said I'm glad a. you said that because he, I didn't want to bring he never, up. The, he never said a once. I was like, this guy's amazing. I didn't want to bring burned. up the the MJ Bizcon <laughs> gate of what happened a few years ago, where the Canadian executives came down. Um, they landed in Vegas for MJ BizCon. They went to customs. They, what are you doing here? I'm going to a cannabis conference. <laughs> Go back home. And you know what? You can't travel to the United States ever again. And there are still like five Canadians, right, that cannot travel simply for the fact that they were executives at cannabis companies. Well, if I bring it back to your point on my eternal optimism, like, have you seen, yes, I know the situation in uh, Congress and the uh, imminent presidential, even just debates and elections are going to just continue to drive anxiety. But the nice thing about things like rescheduling is that it is bureaucratic. It is it is outside of the legislative bodies. It is a just piece of just bureaucratic process. And the the Gallup poll that came out like two days ago, do you know this this Gallup poll on uh, marijuana support? Seventy-one percent. I'm gonna Google like it so I get the number right. Gallup poll. This is when we needed like a red phone to Jason Beck, and just yeah. pick it up and go because it's the only thing he and I agree on our cannabis politics. Everything okay, else, record. You can know how I agree. Nothing with him, but I would I would love to hear what he has to say in this because he's a he is not for Schedule Three. He says no soup for you. Problems for us. Hang on, I'm going to read it from a credible source so that you guys know that I'm not just reading it from Reddit. Oh, CNN? This is MSNBC? High, this, is, this is High Times. Fox? Maybe. Oh, good. Oh, High Times. Oh, oh. So there you of go. course. Very golden word. A new Gallup poll published November 8th showed that opinions on legalization are at an all-time high in the U.S. An estimated 68% or 7 out of every 10 Americans said yes to but the question, do you think the use of marijuana should be so legal lose. or not? And the cool thing about this thing, I'm going to get to the thing was it it transcended gender transcended politics um there was a they got to nudge that up to 69 majority. and make everybody happy look, look like, at the show you're on you. where we agree with you look look <laughs> both what you know what was the thing they stormed the capitol and they smoked weed in the rotunda you know, I mean, it's no a, the, yeah, that was what that was the big thing. So the weed is everywhere. It has crossed all party lines. That isn't so it. It's, it's just the people so in charge. The, the, whether it's through the hemp road and all this Delta Nine nonsense, whether it's individual states and um, interstate commerce and some congregation of that, like you guys can go from Colorado to New Mexico to Arizona to California, all the way up to Washington State, and dip into Nevada without touching any illegal cannabis markets, right? I think That's there there just, is a path for you to go completely across the country now. 
and not Ooh, that's have cool. to drive. No, no way. You can't get a, Oklahoma, Texas. You can't get past that, can you? Oklahoma. Oklahoma is like that's the fun. greatest yeah, place you, to go. Could you go from? Could you go? We have a border. Coast to coast. I believe. Well, let let us Kansas ask Jamie. No, that. I actually know the answer. When you start getting east, I know the answer because uh, Maine, which is legal, yeah. uh, only borders Canada and New Hampshire, and New Hampshire is not legal. So you would have to stop. No, but you can go from New. New let's wait. New York to Pennsylvania, okay. now to Ohio, oh, to Michigan. As of today. <laughs> um. Wait. Where do we go from there? We go down. Minnesota, Nebraska. Minnesota, no, Nebraska's got something now just recently, right? No. no? I'm stuck oh, in that Michigan. seems like that seems like one of those. I went the wrong way. Uh -oh. I want to get down. I want to come down around. the other way. Let's turn around, Dave. How about Georgia? Virginia does. So if we could get just if we could just get to Oklahoma, we're good. I, I think you probably can. We'll, we'll have to look. I'm, no, I'm pretty sure. You can't get through the the Wikipedia map. Eventually, sure we will we will get there, and when we do, oh, so I close. really hope it's not a hodgepodge of states, you know, sort of piecemealing it together. We need some leadership that's, that's, at the federal that's level. That's yeah, yeah, and there are there's the TTB, for example, which manages um, you know all the packaging compliance and some specific regulations towards alcohol, but the distribution and sales and marketing of alcohol in America is very state controlled. And I, and I think that's, again, it's the patchwork of uh, a federal framework to ensure that there's like product safety and some level of kind of standardization. And then you states figure out how you, you know, keep it out of the hands of youth and how to ensure it's taxed properly, et cetera. You know, I suppose you're right. If I had to, if it, if I can't have my, you know, everything, I would go for just, you know, flipping the switch that way. And, you know, people in Pennsylvania will have a harder time getting uh, alcohol along with their weed than you if know, you ironically, were somewhere else. For a cannabis drink, though, I think it might be just easier, which is kind of fun to think, <laughs> right? Like maybe getting flour and vapes and like higher potency products will always be through a dispensary. But a pathway for lower dose cannabis products in more traditional liquor retail is is a very possible scenario. Can you help me understand when you talk about like um, even Michigan? Okay, is the 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 THC that's being put into beverages there and THC is it hemp derived or is it actual derived from a cannabis farm? You know, I mean, because that's I I, I want to know because if it's if if we're just going to allow you know all the THC that is the byproduct of hemp to just be surplus and then reconstituted i'm all for that in any sure. way shape or form so delta nine is delta nine yeah i'm not for delta eight but uh, i'm for delta what? nine harvested in small quantities <laughs> and then added up and then distributed i'm all for that there's I mean, a you know that that wall that you hit <laughs> this is funny when that wall that you hit when we draw the map like go to wikipedia you'll see the map there's a big wall in the middle of america that's i think the farm belt I think uh, let them let them grow it all right there, middle America. Yeah. All right. There you go. Damn, I wish we had some. I would I haven't had they pushed the in a farm bill time, back but... another they're gonna hold off on it for another year. Don't they do that every year? I know. They're supposed to It's every five years and it was supposed to get renewed last month. So Yeah. But it's not... I I think the the 
but it's not just like it's not hemp that cares about the farm bill it's like real farming like big big farming like you know corn and soybeans and it's the it's the thing that registers the entire nation's agriculture so it's not just marijuana that's trying to push its agenda so mm -hmm. there's a lot going on Vinny had something to say what do you have to say vin nothing no nothing you know how you use them they're all commodities yeah, of course. So, but we're years away from the commoditization of cannabis. I mean, and when we yeah. call it a commodity, realize it'll be priced like sugar, and no one wants to talk about that right now. You know. Well, I do think you have to think about how you assess value in in commodity cash crops, right? Like, how do you assign quality of like an apple or corn, where you start getting into quality grading? Like, we call it AAA quad, quads, all that kind of fun stuff. Like, imagine an objective standard. For yeah. quads, well, they tear the like whole thing apart. Agriculture. I mean, yeah. there, there's all different levels too. So once you start growing on scale like that, you got your herds, you got your fiber, you got your seed, you got your, you know, there's going to be just different different levels to the whole thing. So yeah, but they're really it good has at the it. juice. Like the, the ones... That's you know exactly that is what they're good at. I hope they don't dumb it down to just three flavors, you know. <laughs> but but that I'm okay with middle the mids people doing that. There's still beautiful organic agave syrup that you can buy that is a sweetener that is you know a hundred times more expensive than white processed refined sugar cancer shit. Um, so that's I'm okay with that. Um, I'm just I'm really done with this whole 280e bankrupting every small business that has tried to get into cannabis in the United States. I'm really frustrated with the whole um, social equity programs that were designed for failure so that eventually a white guy could own it five years from now mm -hmm. after you, you know it's, it went through all the bullshit it went through and, and it changed hands and they get to buy it for pennies on the dollar and it just cost us. So I... I, I, I want, I really, I feel like we were so close and then just shit happened and then everything stalled and then we became someone's political pawn and now it's going to take so much longer. So I'm okay with the status quo. I'm okay. That's why I'm, I'm not for any rush because I think if we try to rush it through right now, it's not going to be the way we want it. Mm -hmm. It just, it will be, it will be failure and, uh, for a long time, and maybe they'll get it right there's twenty a, years from now. There's a there's an old expression, uh, Dave. That's uh, the from the American Revolution, I think, and it's that revolutions are half improvise and half compromise. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the approach I I think we should be taking is like we got to find our compromising moments and improvise our way through it. The only way out through we got to just pound through it. And I I'm just I know I'm I'm. I'm sitting with this mothership of an alcohol company, and I'm insulated from uh, some of the some of the grind. So but let like, me, if you want, the world on the right side of history, you got to believe that, and you just got to keep driving forward. Well, uh, you know, on the that line, if you're looking for a couple of people that you want to hire, Adam and I would gladly come up for those R and D sessions. The old taste tests, you know, and we'll we'll come, we'll fly across the border. For the purpose so, of judging and grading cannabis products in Canada. Like, you know, our facility How would that float? where we make Yeah, they'll love that. <laughs> oh, I'm here to test cannabis. I'm You're an American citizen. Get out! I got thrown out. I didn't well, get it. Well, so get our, uh, our facility is actually in uh, Windsor, Ontario, which is right at the border of Detroit. And so sometimes it's easiest to actually fly to Detroit and cross the, cross the border by car. And yeah, we have I a very... Can't. 
very specific protocols to ensure that it's a safe travel. Oh, yeah. We're ready. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Oh, yeah? That's where I was born. Okay, so yeah. (laughs) You go to Windsor when you were like 19? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's Nailed it. That's Nailed it. Oh, the oh same, is that like, was it like a peace bridge or something? Well, or you, you just drive across? over there. Yeah. Well, we did that yeah, in, in New York when we were, when I was in Syracuse, we would drive across to, from, uh, I think it was Watertown. There was a, a bridge you can go into Canada and they were 18. There's a Caesar's palace right there with your name on it. Just waiting for, uh, what's a Caesar's a palace Windsor. in Windsor. It's a gem. All right. Well then we're, we're getting, we'll, when Boston Beer wants to fly Adam and Dave out, we're ready. We have to bring Mark and Vinny, though, and they hate traveling, and but we have to bring them. <laughs> I'll carry the bags. It's Canada. Can it's, 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 not, it's not too foreign. No, but it was definitely, like you were saying, it's one of the, it is one of the craziest boards, because you always go there with this attitude, like, hey, I'm in Canada, whatever. And then they're just like, they love to just bust your balls because they know that they've seen it. They've, they see every day. People rolling up, all confident that they're going to get in, no problem. And then oh, they just yeah. want to—they want to find that one thing for you. And I just had the wrong lady at the wrong time and the wrong yeah. time of day. It was really late. It was like really late at I night. I had her too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had an. Oh ad, yeah. And everybody went, "Oh, you got her. You're fucked." You know what I mean? And I was like, "No, like I want that guy. He's telling me right now that I'm fucked because I got her, and he would have just stamped me and rolled me through." You That's know? the only country I've been denied from. Yep, me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. They're tough there. You know, I I, I benefit from uh, two passports as a dual citizen, right? So I I, I also have the the super luxury of just like not even having to describe much of my of my job in any way that's uh, contentious. Like I just I'm just I'm green lit in both countries. So do you show you show the Canadian passport going north and the U.S. passport coming south? You know, I used to do that game, but I found that I would just travel easier as a Canadian in both countries. American customs love Canadians, so oh, I find. So, uh, no, my Canadian passport's the most so, up to do, That's even worse. Like, we're so lame. We're so lame. We're not even good in our own country. It's like, you're not even good in your... <laughs> no, I think there's a, just a stigma towards Canadians that's that's welcoming. Yeah. No, I had, to, had, to, had the classic experience, too, whereas I was traveling with a whole family, with my girlfriend and her dad and her sister... And they were already in, and I was standing there, and I was like, no, I'm going with those guys. And they were, like, looking at me and looking at them, and she goes, no, you're not. And I was just like, what? (laughs) She's like, look at, like, like they were all pure. Hold on. He had purple hair. I had green hair. Green hair. He's got the tats, and he probably was all dressed all exciting. You know what it was is I had had a bunch of catalogs from Sensi Seeds because I used to work for them, and I had my own... uh, so I had a big stack of those, and I was standing there, and they were like, "What is this? You know, you're you're soliciting work." And I'm like, "No, these are just just dropping these off at a shop down there." You know what I mean? And oh, and then they were yeah. like, "We don't do that here." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you do." And I was like, one of those, just everything I said was wrong, and it went. They're smart. They know what's up now, right? They're you're not like yada yadaing. No. Well, here I did yada yada though. That's the best part is, they put me in the cell. Right? I had to sit there with a bunch of dudes that were all coming from Mexico or something, and they were living. They were. I was like, well, "You're from Mexico. You're at the wrong border, guys." I was like, "You're at the fucking. Wrong, I don't know how." They <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, dude, we've been living in America for 15 years, and now we just came up to see our friend in Canada, and now they're going to deport us to Mexico." And I was just like, "Oh, that is Ugh. very bad." But anyway, oh, the next day they gave me my bags back, or they walked me to the plane right with my bags. They carried the bags around security. And then when I got to my hotel in Seattle and I was going to take a shower, 
I opened up my bag, and in my fucking jacket on the top of my bag was a huge bubble, a huge bubbler, and a fucking uh, canister of hash, like a film canister of hash. Oh, boy. And I had it, they had my bag all night long. So I was like, how the fuck did they not find this? Because <laughs> I didn't even know. And I was one of those deals where I was like, oh, that's where that bubbler went, right? Like I literally just grabbed my jacket on that's the way totally out, running to the airport, you know, <laughs> ran to the airport, <laughs> threw it in the bag. Because I'm going to need it when I get there. And it was like, yeah, it was one of those weird moments in time where it, it was the greatest moment, but it was also like, holy fuck. This is when getting That's fucked with got you. But less they went around secure, with. but they went exactly. around. Exactly. Like, because the guy goes, oh, no, we've checked his bag. And they walked around the thing. And I was like, man, imagine if they found it with the cops. They would have been even more like in trouble. <laughs> like, you didn't find it in his bag. Yeah. Anyway, so I did get one over on him, at least a little bit. And now to, they have it out for him if he to, tries to And I had to sneak my way yeah. back in with my girl. They had them come pick me up, so it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, no. you, you don't have, I'm not saying you really? have a red light, but you definitely you have a, the border. a different color next to your name. Oh, they, they, they definitely. <laughs> There's they, a different color next to your name. They I don't definitely know what the, got, that was a wild. It's not a green light. Thing. Now, that was 20 this, years ago, so I think they could get, might, might, might be over. This, Vinny, would warrant an Adam Dunn baseball reference right now, because that's exactly what <laughs> well, if, he, if he tries to go sorry, across the border. Let me just plug something here for you. If you plug anything you want. What do you mean something? Okay, let me get a plug in. <laughs> so, um, because what you're talking about, Adam, happens to a bunch of Canadians when they um, <clears throat> want to come south. So when they legalized weed in Canada, they did not do any sort of mass pardoning of past oh. cannabis crimes. Instead, they just said, you've got to fill out all this paperwork, and yeah, we'll remove the criminal record. But the paperwork is really intense, and it's got requires you to track down all your uh, birth certificates and all this kind of stuff that some people that are maybe disproportionately affected by the drug war can't obtain. And next thing you know, you've got someone really struggling to just do the administrative work. Yeah. So we connected with this company called Pardons Canada, that that's what they do. They'd like just do all the grunt work, and it's oh, wow. a really busy, boring place of just paperwork. Their office is just stacked with paperwork everywhere. Wow. And then there's and, this and really company. and really incomplete paperwork. I'm sure. Like I've got this. Well, they're doing their best. They're yeah, really doing doing the best. And um, the hat company in California called Grassroots. They make those like stoner hats. They're from the, here, actually. Oh yeah. 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 Is it Grassroots, or, California? Grassroots, oh, no, they're California and here. They in have, Colorado. Yeah, they, yeah, they have. Okay, a spot so here. yeah, we did a hat collaboration. Nice. with grassroots and then the proceeds went to parts canada and you can buy this hat okay. on both grassroots website and drinkteapot.com and the proceeds of the sale of that hat go towards the administrative uh bs that someone has to go through to cross the border so like you want to go to disneyland as a canadian but you got busted in the 70s it's still on your criminal record and you have to get that removed that's cool so yeah grassroots shout to ruga from grassroots yeah. Friend of the crew. He, yeah, they, they were. They had a big presence out I here. I feel if, hopefully he doesn't get offended. I said California. Then. No, no, it is California. Like no, they are California. No, they are California. California. No, they are grassroots California originally, but then they came out here. Yeah. and Set up shop. They have California and Colorado. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He okay, did a half for my nonprofit back in the day, the Colorado Project, and uh, yeah, he's great. He's been around forever yeah. in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, we had. He a, moved we, here from California. We did a collab with our jackets with him, so we have a. We, we did a hat. We did a hat with them, and they did a jacket with us. So nice. No, check out the hat. It's I should be wearing it. I'm not. It's a. Uh, it's a lovely hat, and it goes to a good cost. Oh no, they 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 they're killer. Yeah. 
Always. It would have been perfect if you turned the hat around and that was the hat. Oh, my God. It would have like been that. perfect. No, 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 no. no just we can Photoshop it. We can Photoshop <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can fix this in post. <laughs> yeah. Just to change Which it we, so it's a yeah, it's Mark, Mark, post. You know that? You know what that is? <laughs> no, we don't. Told you exactly Every show is live, and at the end of the show, we drop the mic literally yep. like a show, and we walk yeah, away. That's post. That's it. That's our post right <laughs> you there. You post it. That's post. Well, once we edited. Once we did. Once we tried, oh, yeah, cool. I know we had to. We no, had we had to. to. Somebody said something stupid, and we had to edit it. Yeah, we're like, all right, that's got to go. <laughs> I think your email to me says like, "You ain't changing nothing." Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, where is it? I, you ain't getting no edits. We, no I, edits. No. Yeah, well, that's what I didn't say that to you. I said that to whoever your publicist was, so that they could communicate that to you. No, no, no I, yeah. I think it's smart, right? Because yeah. you probably get. Um, who knows what accidental things you can kind of oh. say? We've been chatting for. A good bit. So you I'm know, sure that there's and, people and, being like. And what's funny is podcasts are notorious for people just going in and going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Nobody blah. will listen to this. No one's listening to this, are they? And then you're like, eh, actually, quite a lot. It's like, it's a couple oh, wait, of You thousand. guys are streaming to YouTube? Yeah. Are this live? Imagine James Bond <laughs> if he was raised in the jungles of Ohio. It's what we learned from the data is that 80% of the people listen over SoundCloud medium without the video stream. So very, you know, far fewer watch. So they're not going to see those cool cans. Oh, they're you. missing out on the cans, and, bro. Not and, the cans, oh, but, you know. And I the mean, turned around. They, if they're intrigued, cap. maybe they'll go back and Google it. But right, right. I assume that you know you're just going to say www.drinkteapot.com, worldwide web, drinkteapot.com. Yes, but you notice that our producers, who really love to make fun of me, didn't say anything when you said the three Ws. When I give a website out, if I say the three Ws, they call me Boomer. Boomer. Yeah, Boomer. <laughs> well, I did say it kind of ironically. <laughs> oh, oh damn. You, didn't even, you didn't even pick up on the irony. Wow. Though. Way to do www. You got to say it slow. He just thought that's how the kids were doing it. He was like, look. That's yeah. how the kids Well, I guess. Do. I don't know. Yeah. So, and what's what's like fate? What's next phase for you? Or what should we look for? I mean, is the only place really we're gonna have to go to Canada? To, I mean, what yeah. can you tell us? I mean, us? well, at first, you know, if you do find yourself uh, at the border, come across, have uh, pop into any legal Canadian dispensary, and you'll find a can of teapot that you can try. And again, we've got a lemon black tea, mango green tea that are like caffeinated for the day. We have blueberry chamomile. We're launching a blue blackberry rooibos good evening iced tea that is awesome. It's 35 calories, no caffeine. It's meant for the nighttime. So, yeah, try our products. And then, um, yeah, we're going to continue to expand in Canada. We're playing around in, in hemp space with a, a potential CBD beverage for next summer. That's going to be really fun to play with and also learn a lot in terms of how to make it. So yeah, up and up for for Teapot. We really like what we're doing here in Canada, and then we'll just keep watching, just like you guys, on uh, how it's evolving, and uh, in Washington. And are we going to see you in uh, in Las Vegas in a few weeks for no, MJ's Cup? I have a I have a one year old and a three year old. So oh, this year's Vegas. Oh, so then yes, you. <laughs> you're out of there. I'll be there for yeah, months. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm moving to Vegas. Yeah. My wife's staying yeah, here with the I'm kids. I'm actually in an Airbnb for a month. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm skipping it this year. But uh, no, it sounds like with the consumption lounge space, it should be a pretty fun um, uh, demonstration of of hospitality. Well, Bobo, this is the second time I'm going to back you up here. Consumption lounge space. What? Are we talking about like New Woo and places like that? Or are oh. you buying into this myth that MJ BizCon is in some way, shape, or form 
Oh, you were totally on camera there. We're not editing that. Oh, that's so great. You can go back. Mark Mr. Your, oh, Mr. Oh, oh my God. See, you said who he was. No one would have known who he was had well, you not was, said what did, that. What did that guy just drop off? Like fire. Like fire. Fire, fire, fire. Um, uh, so totally lost my train of thought. What? Um, so listen, I don't know if there actually will be vegas style consumption lounges in that that are legalized in time for mj biz i'm not going this year i don't know people that really focus in that market would know but new is there and new is great and i would assume that everyone that in vegas is going to pop by new to check out the original consumption lounge in vegas so it's going to just keep this consumption lounge vegas being a place for hospitality and cannabis like that is ground zero hospitality no so i i was I, I was just giving you a little shit because we had on the mj bizcon people a few weeks ago and um i never considered myself i'm a stoner who talks to his friend you know once a week on the on a podcast i didn't go to journalism school or anything but uh, we had the guys from mj bizcon i felt the need to ask him some some questions because I've been patronizing their event for over 10 years, and it just felt to me like this was the year that there's so much money that they don't necessarily have control. They could leverage, okay, in all the vendors and all the people that show and the community behind them that they could have gotten a, a whole entire consumption-friendly expo built for them somewhere on the skirts in native land or something like that that would have been completely legal and further our industry and our acceptance and understanding of the plant and not be criminals because i'm almost i so I, I are I, they gonna do it or are they gonna do no it? the guy they looked at me like they they were caught in deer in headlights uh, like they had it no sounds answer like a pretty solid cash grab for them i, I bet they could make a bunch of money if they did that and I, I think it's a great idea they and i won't. think um the well, I mean, they said if, they if won't. They, they said they have if no enough plans. people throw money at it. I'm sure that they would consider it, right? Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the, the logistics of MJ Biz at all. But it seems like a great idea what you're talking about. So, and when I do go to Vegas, this is not a, I'm, I have no financial stake in this. I do go to Nuwu, and the fun thing about consumption lounges at Nuwu that they figured out is it is so bright in there. You are you are not going to sleep in New. It is very brightly lit. <laughs> they did the it opposite well. of Amsterdam, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it, they do a really great job keeping you up, moving. It's like a bottle service, and then you're you're gone. And they do a really good job keeping it energized and not just everyone kind of just slow, slowly sinking into their seats. Dan Herrer is going to be on the show right after you, and he's throwing um, the Dan, the Jack Herrer Cup. At Nuwu on Wednesday, the 29th. That's cool. Yeah. So. Well, then there's no going to sleep with Jack Herrera, though. At least not, not for me. So uh, <laughs> that's that strain that never seemed to, to put me to sleep. But, well, it. But that sounds like a fun event, <clears throat> too. So it's a. Uh, it's going to hear all about it in a minute when he's jumping. Yeah. Around. Yeah, it looks good. Well, so I, what were you saying? I, I lost my train of thought right no before. No way. You? Come on now. We were talking about something just a couple of seconds, a minute ago. Um, well, we were talking consumption lounges and the MJ Biz opportunity. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, brands are built on premise. You know, you learn um, the proper glassware for a glass of wine or like a lemon wedge for your Mexican beer mm -hmm. in a bar. And I do think that you build brands in you can you sure do. really curate a branded experience on premise so i'm really excited to see how yeah. that evolves there's a research facility here in toronto 
called Lit Research. That's basically Toronto's first consumption lounge. And we host events there. We do like pub trivia nights there. We're going to be doing a, um, a hockey promotion in February there. So it's 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 evolving. It's it's just again, it's not unlike retail. It's just a completely new new experience. Yeah, and that's kind of what I think the whole right now what everybody's looking for is is like experiences right? that's all it's all people are paying that's what people pay for like you know if they're going to leave their house and actually go park their car and deal with something and get into a place then they want to be they want to get some new experience or some different or some super service orientated thing and that's one cool thing about vegas is that's what they do right i mean that's that's <laughs> that's their specialty so it's a good place to try it out at least. well i think the other reason why experiences matter adam is um you have to offset the bill, right? Like if I'm a bar owner and I sell you 10 pints of beer to your table, can I get the same amount of money sending cannabis products to your table in lieu of that? And if not, how do I add more value to that experience, right? So is it comedy nights? Is it um, music? Is it more experiential so that, it, again, you can charge a ticket price for it. You can maybe charge a membership fee, but offset the volume that comes from a traditional bars, uh, liquor sales. It one would think that with Vegas commanding what the thousand dollar a bottle service, you know, the table service they give you at yeah, these totally. clubs, yeah, the, the, that it would cater to a clientele who would truly appreciate the weed that um, our friend James Bean talks to us about, uh, two thousand dollars an ounce in california right it's it started at 500 dollars an ounce and for the past year it's slowly he's raised the price but you know yeah you talk about like you don't you don't believe in commoditization but like that's alcohol right there's like vodka and then there's like somehow insanely expensive vodka but that's just vodka Mm -hmm. like you have you assess you assign value through these tangible and intangible things right (laughs) and so yeah i think it's how you create a high-priced experience that can be just as lucrative as just opening a bar for sure for sure and did the person who scheduled your interview with us tell you that we have no concept of time and have no idea if you ever have to leave yeah so. they did say that i'd okay. be entering some sort of alternate <laughs> universe and, uh, <laughs> that i should be prepared to uh, emerge because we've had in the late 21st century we've had um cheech and chong on together twice we've had tommy on four times and each time their producers tell us you get 20 minutes with them and then 90 minutes later you can tell they're getting phone calls from their people saying you got to get the fuck off so give your website out again and if everyone goes to canada i mean you, you have to try a teapot you, you know um ch- check out our instagram account because i think we're probably that's the easiest way that we'll communicate anyways after this so our instagram account again is just drink teapot uh, at drink teapot uh, and our website's drinkteapot.com. So props yeah, for check us working. Out. Like, give us a follow. We've got that mer- merch collaboration that we can uh, we ship to the we do ship clothing to the U.S. So we can do that. Well, props for getting the word pot into the name of your company and not having it sound, <laughs> you know, I yeah, it, for, for a second. It's, you know, it's yeah, cerebral. We'll, we'll see if it, yeah, it if it complies with every uh, every state. Maybe I have to put an asterisk in it or something. Oh yeah, some of them do say that here in New Orleans. See, but that's what you're going to run into when you have to deal with fifty different states and all all the bullshit. But you know what? Again, we'll take I'll just the do bullshit. Zero instead of O, and it'll look identical. 
Yeah, there it is. I figured it out. Look at the big brain on Mr. Weaver, right? Yeah, it's all just it's T P O zero T. There it is. And is there like a um special card you would send you know adam and i so that if we're ever traveling in canada we just flash it and we get free teapot oh you just want like a, a wherever an we ID go free pot. teapot id badge. yeah something that says give them free says teapot free, free pot for yeah the free just pot. right this way sir yeah welcome to canada yeah. yes oh we're going let's mark <laughs> we're going to canada no, I'll, yeah i'll put in i'll put in the, the the hr request sweet well thank you so much for your time you're welcome back anytime especially if you have a new product coming out or you know if you want to scoop some other people and let us know when you'll be entering into the u.s markets wink wink nudge nudge and you okay. know want us to i have everyone i have everyone's email and i was totally serious we'll fly to canada and help with r d we are very opinionated yeah no, grateful for that the time like and i can break any, and i can break anything so if you got anything i can break yeah let me break it i'm good yeah <laughs> We we battle test anything we ba in Canada. Battle tested all our products for sure. Uh, but thanks, Paul, for coming through. It's been awesome. Uh, head of cannabis at Boston Beer Company, Paul Weaver. And we'll see you again. I hope soon. All right, thanks, guys. Talk Peace. Soon. Peace out. Serious. He's gonna have. They're gonna be people who are gonna just as like the universities started up. And you can go to Oaksterdam, and then you could go to, you know, some of our friends would do these training classes, and, mm -hmm. you know, Max would have a a, a a textbook and everything like that. A wheel. Don't forget yeah, the, wheel. the wheel. I have the wheel. Hey. I have the wheel. <laughs> um, there, there's going to be, a, there's going to be training to, to be that, to, to do his job for all the other beer companies. Mm -hmm. Good for you, man. I'm, I'm very impressed. I, I kind of wish that we could get our hands on some, but, you know... We'll wait. We'll wait. So where's Mr. Herrer? I just said we'll be ready in five for him. Mm -hmm. Give us five minutes to ch jibber jabber. We have we have. Notice that when Paul is here, he's just she hasn't had a chance to show us her yeah, incredible piece that right. she brought. Up. In fact, tell him to wait twenty minutes. Oh no. my gosh! Now you're now you're messing. Can't up. make him wait. No, <laughs> make on. him wait. Come on, come on. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Should we yeah, call you Chris or Kasas? I mean, how how oh. how. Case okay. So that's it's an abbreviation of my name, which is Christina Sasser. So it's like it's kind of like J Lo, right? Case like Oh, miss you. I used to, you know, sign my pieces like K Sasser, and then it evolved into like K Sass. I would sign them, and then it just it kind of stuck. For a while, and now you have well, like so, well, he has so his is um, cannabis thing. experience, right? So if he writes it out, it says sex, cannabis, cannabis sex, right? And yours is like got ass in it too. So you guys got the, yours. I was looking, I was like, case ass. I, I made sure I got it right because I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure because oh I was like, God. oh, I hope I get it right. I don't want to fucking wrong. Oh, you put it at wait. It's a double oh, S or one S. So I was like, two S's. I know, yeah. and I was like, wow, she's got ass in her name. That's pretty good. But, my yeah, my <laughs> last name's S A S S E R. Yeah, but I have sex I in my Instagram name. I didn't that, even know that. Adam. Oh my! You didn't see that cannabis oh God, sex experience? I've made fun of him wow. like for forever, for a couple. Yeah, it says cannabis with the sex. Wow. Yeah. Yes, cannabis sex. When cannabis sex experience? I, see, I did it in the chat. So. Like I've done it for about, like a month <laughs> or two at least. Every if not more no, than that from ever for it's since been day for a while. one. Yeah. 
I was like, you can't have the word sex in your in your thing because otherwise everyone thinks it's spam when they get it on the thing. Cannabis They'd be like, oh, it's a cannabis sex guy. Man, forget about him. Phew, he's out. You know, Adam, you never in my life. Part. Look at him figure it out. You haven't never figured Never have I realized that I have S in my name. You didn't either? You just now pointed that out. Two people who don't realize. I was like double I'm checking because like I was like. I in my 40s. I never even realized that. Wow. <laughs> You're like, oh, you're so kid. funny. You're like, wow. I just figured oh that out too. Oh well. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm Adam Dunn, so I've had the dumb, <laughs> the dumbs and the duns and the whole, every dung combination you can so imagine. All right. Oh, good. We so what is this, it, Mr. X? What, are we supposed to talk about this? What is this that you just dropped off? It's the same with any extract company. Any extract company that uses the word extracts and they have an S at the end, like Viola did it at the beginning. They had Viola's extracts. And I was like, you can't have Viola's extracts. Look at it. And they were like, oh, you're right. And I was like, Viola extracts. <laughs> just stop with the S. Okay. Just relax, Are we bro. supposed to mention these guys or anything? I, I don't know nothing. Hey, Mr. X, are we supposed to mention these guys that you just dropped off? Or are we just supposed to enjoy it? Huh? Jesus Christ. So this is Wook Crystals? I get it right. I don't have my glasses. Wook Crystals. This is 11 star hand washed. Oh, 11 stars. Holy yep. fuck. Just handing out stars. <laughs> That's wow. what it fucking says. Oh. I'm reading it. I know I didn't sound like I was reading, Mark, because not everybody who reads sounds like they're AI. reading. Yeah. 11 star hand washed live rosin, two gram jar. This one is marked question mark. Excellent. That's this excellent. one is marked. Oh, somebody, you have better eyesight than Adam or I. I know. Oh, I can't read that one. <laughs> I'm already telling you, whoever does the packaging needs to make a font a little bigger. Old guys. We got oh, old yeah. guys on the show. We can't see shit. Dude. Candy Fumes. Wow. Guava <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Belts 2.0. Uh, this one is marked account? 73 to 159U. There you go. Hey, can you read the Insta on there? <laughs> yeah, read that little tiny micro. Wookery. Wook Crystals. Wook Crystals on Instagram. Check it out. Yeah. Go do it. All right. <laughs> Whoa. Look at this. Hey. How are you guys liking them tunes out there? Wow. Wow. That's pretty. That is pretty. Yeah, dude. It's 11 star, Tony. Oh, yeah, it's 11 star, bro. 11. Is that the 11 star? Star. 12 star. Are they, are they fucking put it on there. They all marked 11 star. Okay? So it's it, it definitely isn't. Oh, that's Very just nice. their process. For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Dave, will read. Wow. He's not wrong. That's okay? <laughs> just, I mean, what you want me to... It's a total brain, too. Look yeah, at that, that looks brain. great, by the way. That's That really looks great. Your brain, this is it your does. brain on hash. <laughs> <laughs> you got 30 seconds to buy that and put it on a shirt. Oh, somebody's somebody's going to get it. <laughs> this is your brain on hash. Here, pass it no. Do a round the yeah, loop. Do a round the loop. loop. Oh, loop. you're going to show it to those guys? That's no, like no. the brain oh, no. trust of extraction. You reek of weed. You're, you're going to make them feel like they just jumped into a small pool, a cold oh, wow. pool. That's from fire right there. What is it? Yeah. What is it? What is it? What is what? Body lotions. Guava macaroons live your, resin. Your, yeah. No, yours. 
the, the jar the you jar just gave us? Oh, it's from the X table. Oh, we thought that was your. No, it's going. I didn't. You did. I said. No, sorry. As usual, Dave got it wrong. I thought. Hey, if you like, you give me some of that later, okay? All right, thanks. Oh, you want me to do that thing with yeah, James yeah, Loud? Yeah, exactly. Do you have a show cup? That? Do you have a small cup? No, Vinny, yeah. show that on the camera. Yeah, Don't show it to us. Don't give it to yeah, us. That's it's camera. Pretty. That's camera it's stuff. Like white. No, we're going to load up this banger right here. And you can load the banger, but you can uh, do the show the camera. That's so beautiful. Actually, we all look No, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant we're never yeah. touching that. Nope. Well, um, maybe you. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, I'll let you go. Wow, she fits right it. in here. He disappeared. <laughs> hold on, sorry. Hold this on. This is like hold a. Hold on, it's gurgling. Okay. It's gurgling. Look at it. Oh, there that. it is. Wow. wow. Vinny got a pretty. haircut. It's pretty fucking fire. <laughs> Vinny got a haircut. Yeah, right? Well, he's doing well right now. He sells his barbecue out every night. He can afford a haircut. Oh, oh yeah, he's killing it. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, back to your Does, is there somebody program. from the concentrate table yeah. want to tell us what this is? It's Are they, why do they come here? They don't even pay attention to us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a Patreon stuff? This is it was made by AI. Oh. Don't crap their style. What is Guava Macroon? Read it. It's on the side of the fucking Guava Macroon. See, our eyesight isn't good enough to read that. No, Guava Macroon. see it. Okay. Gotcha. So it's a blend. Him? Do we? Who's here? No one's Dan Herrer. No one's here. No, Dan. Come no on. No one Dan. is here. Oh my Dave. gosh. Dan. They don't want to talk to you. Dave. I well, I wasn't my responsibility or, to send them the thing. I didn't. Well, Adam said he did. I it, sent it to the emails that you told me to send it to. That was for it. the Boston beer oh, okay. people. Okay. Well then. All I can do is be your. Yeah, but that's you doing it on your phone, and you know how shit doesn't happen. Or. Hear me out. You go fuck yourself, and I keep doing what I'm doing. I liked. I I I did like how Jane um totally crushed giving away that bong. Oh yeah, um, dude. She. Oh yeah. The cor correct answer ooh. was koala bear. By the way, was it? Don't you remember when he said it? Well, you don't remember now. I thought it was moving on. Okay. Panda bear. Oh, panda bear. Was it panda bear? I don't know. Was it no, bear? It was koala bear. It was koala bear. Oh, he said something about panda, though, too. I didn't say anything about a panda. Trunk food panda. I just thought that the skunk on the top of the house, a dankness brand, yeah. I, I had a moment, okay? Skunk didn't exist. Yeah. Had I been thinking... He was like, duh, is that a koala bear? Yeah. That, it, I it, almost it, wore the dank shirt today. Shout out to the crew down in Texas. Yeah. Oh, that tank. Yes, for sure. Well, Dan, I'm sending you the link again in case Adam's phone fucked it up. My yeah, he, definitely Adam's I, phone. I was talking to him on the fucking phone last definitely night. Definitely Adam's phone. Sitting there Pretty hanging sure out. it's Adam's phone. Yeah, Jibber dude. jabbering. And we're not allowed. So is this a bong bong or is this a uh, torch rig? Yeah, so, um, well, you can put an oil attachment on it. That's beautiful. And use it with the torch. Right now I have a, for display, I have a flower bowl that comes off. And it's wow. uh, so it's a Day of the Dead theme piece, which we just had. We just went through that Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, nice. We got some peyote floating in here and a nice sugar skull. Wow, that's nice. Opal, big fat opal. How, there. Do, you do, the, how do you do the skull? You use that all? Oh, so the skull is um, a technique that my buddy created and. Um, he makes molds and you can press the glass into a mold and he mm -hmm. made this uh, clay called dark matter 
that you can make a mold out of anything. Berserker is my uh, buddy who's a glassblower who formulated this. Yeah. He's super cool, does some really awesome stuff, and he, he made me a few molds. He made me this skull mold and uh, like a Lakshmi goddess and a Buddha nice. and a Ganesh. And yeah, so he gifted me a few of these really cool molds that that was made from. And uh, yeah, the line work on here, we have some like cool flowers and stuff. This is my uh, buddy Reggae Rick, who went uh, in on a collab on this one with me. Yeah, Reggae Rick. Amazing. <laughs> He's known for his sick line work. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like trying not to be nervous as she's. No. <laughs> I don't want to hit the bump the only table. person you don't have to be nervous about. Anybody nope. else you should be nervous about, but not her. It's her. It's like if she broke it, it'd be like, oh, damn. I'll just fix it. Well, there you go. You More work. That's gorgeous. Look, my dad has an awesome set of tools. We could probably fix it. Well, I mean, some pieces, depending on how bad they're broken, you can fix them with the kiln and the torch and but let's not think about we'll that no let's we're not, not we're gonna load a dab here and <laughs> no i love it i mean i i it's it's so beautiful uh, when i think you. to myself that my first bong was uh graphics which was made out oh, of the campbell yeah. soup jar can and a acrylic tube my buddy and dave's could... made those oh, yeah really? out of tucson down in tucson yeah. oh no that was the second generation, the second generation. that generation. was the gra ffix oh. this was a little company out of new york state gra phics they made the acrylic bongs they did an acrylic this is back in the late 70s and 80s and the thing was is they had this telltale butterfly on the the oh, pull stem, it okay. wasn't the uh, okay. the aluminum that they used on the GRA FFIX, and even though all it was was a Campbell soup can full of sand, acrylic, hot glued on, we still found a way to break it. So I, I mean, and break oh them in mass. That's so, how I roll it. So I that's why it's beautiful, beautiful piece. <laughs> he Curious. Was definitely not ready. He was like, I'm celebrating. I think he said he said his birthday. What? I th that's what I think he said. Why did he say he was coming on the show to both of us then? Uh, well, because it's, it's you your know, fault, dude. You know, I don't know. He may. I may be wrong. Maybe. I heard birthday, and I thought he said I'm celebrating my birthday. I was like, oh, well. Then it's the Marines' birthday today. He should have told me. That would have helped. Not his birthday. Maybe they're born on the same day. It's, they have a one in three sixty-five chance. The who? The Marines, the U.S. Marines' birthday today. They have a birthday? Yeah. I met up with Hunter Garth, who runs this company called Bespoke Extracts, and they have these, they're, it's a line of joints that total is just is. all flour. No, no shake, no trim, total flour that you would be rolling. Ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll, please. The man. Dan Herrer, like terror. <laughs> What's going on, my friend? Did you say it was uh, your Did you say it was your birthday? It is my birthday. I was just sitting down uh, to dinner with Happy my birthday. wife, and I was thinking six o'clock is an hour from now, not <laughs> five o'clock. No, I said our my time. Bad. I said I, no, it's okay. But I, I, I didn't know it was your birthday. I would have I would have oh been gosh. a little more a little more prepared. I didn't realize we'd have baked the cake. <laughs> exactly, we would have had the cake ready and all that. But fine. Don't worry, we, we already blame right. Dave. Damn, he looks like his dad. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like the fact that you guys are all at a table and I'm on the 
No, you're in a sound booth now. It's not a car. It's a sound booth. Oh, there you go. It's officially a sound booth. How do you, well, well, happy birthday. Thank you all so much. Sorry I had to rip you away from your, from your family. And are you just about to blow out the candle and you left or what? They're like, where is he? <laughs> no, uh, we were just waiting for the bill, actually. Oh, you're in a restaurant now. Okay, cool. Sorry. No, I was in the restaurant. I ran out to my car. That's the greatest move So we move got ever. you at the perfect time. Wow. What a move right there. Got him out. Got to go. <laughs> hey, I got a podcast. I got to, I got to deal with. <laughs> I ran out on the check. Uh-huh. Well. Well, I did leave my wife birthday. at the table, so I'm hoping she got it. Uh-huh. Well, I hope we don't. Or. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't have you on the beginning of the show and inter- totally interrupt oh, yeah. your dinner. Then that would have been a, that would have sucked. That would have been a cat- catastrophe right there. Well, welcome to the show. Um, we'll keep you as long as we can because uh, obviously, if you're on, the, if you have to make a move, tell us. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, big party, end of the month. Uh, you're going to be throwing the. Well, how many? What is this? Is are you are you t- keeping track? You have numbers or what's the deal? On the. Jack Harris Cup. As far as the event? Yeah, and the Jack Harris Cup. I mean, this is like the multiple. This has been going on for a while, and it's and this is the Vegas was like because it's Vegas is every year pretty much, right? Yeah, Vegas. This is the ninth year. This is the this is the first year that uh, myself and 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 uh, and Jeannie and the you know this is the first time that it's really represented. Which by us, the family. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah, because there was always been that kind of like, even like we said when you when we talked that one time and I, and you were like you you called me and told me you do know that I'm doing that right and I was like oh, you are and I was all confused because I was like not for years I was on the other side not understanding what was going on with the whole thing so it was kind of good to know yeah. that it's now in your hands which is awesome. Yeah. There there was there was a, there was a little uh, skirmish that uh, it took it took you know, three and a half, four years in court to deal with that uh, finally resolved in January. Mazel tov. Awesome. We're so, looking forward to spending some time with you. Uh, it's Wednesday the 29th at New Woo. How do people, uh, is there a website they go to? Is it, It's the Jack Herrer Cup. Uh, 2023. 2023. And tickets Any are other still Jack available. Say that again. Your Your audio cut out there. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, Jack Herrick Cup 2023. Or you can go to the New Woo, can, you can go to the New Woo Sky High Lounge to get information. Or you can go to MJ Biz after parties uh, on the official MJ Biz site. And that'll also direct you to us and where to get tickets and how to get tickets. And it's going to be uh, fairly limited as far as tickets. There's only 1,500 available. And it's going to be a really good show. We got some great entertainment. It's going to rock. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you there, honestly. Um, Then you get another picture like this one. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Man. Yeah. And, you know, know, we we get to honor uh, Ed Rosenthal this year with the Lifetime Achievement Award. No shit. yeah, it's uh, you know obviously well deserved. He's, you know, it's half the photo almost. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's great. To... He, he, he's been one of the most important figures in the development of, you know, whether it's home growing cannabis, learning about how to grow cannabis, being an activist, uh, you know, um, just 
you know, he, he's been in and around every part of the changes of cannabis for the last 50 years. And, uh, you know, he's extraordinarily uh, deserving a recipient. This is going to be the first year that the Jack Cup Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, it's a brand new uh, award specifically for this. It is a hand carved glass statue of my dad um, standing uh, as an activist with a microphone to his mouth and his arm raised in protest. And uh, it is a, uh, it's a, it's created through water jetting and it's going to be like a glass Oscar, I guess you could say. So we did have a question and that's touching and I don't want to interrupt the moment, but we noticed that you are driving away and leaving your wife with the bill and because we were concerned about that and didn't want it's you to bir- it, oh okay it's, it, it, guy, it's his birthday so i took care of the bill tonight oh, okay good we thought you left you there <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see the act no, lucky I'm, I'm used to it by now got it got lucky there dad. <laughs> <laughs> your dad was very yeah. special to a lot of us and in most most don't even i mean they know his strain that was named after him but they don't really recognize the work he did at one giving chest right originally when i first met him he said his whole claim to fame was coming up with a level of stoned yeah. That that somebody printed um, the grass. You want to tell with, grass was right, right? You want to tell everybody about that? Would that would be the grass book. Yeah. May- so the grass book was written in 1972, published in 1973, um, and it's uh, it came out when I was <clears throat> ten years old, and it's it's actually how I learned about cannabis because. Uh, when it was first published, it was done in like a furry Freak Brothers cartoon um, format. Mm-hmm. So all of the illustrations in it were very 1970s furry Freak Brothers like, and <clears throat> the the images were um, a lot of fun. And when the when the book was initially published, it wasn't you know it was just meant to talk about you know if you were getting you know crappy pot or good pot or what the high was or what you should pay for it. It was sort of like a, a how to what to pay for kind of book. And it was, it was cute. But when the publisher uh, published it, they forgot to put the publishing mark in the book. So when they got the cases of books, we had to get a, a rubber stamp with an ink pad and it was my brother's and my job to take the books out of the box and, and hand stamp each oh. one of the books. Wow. Yeah. So as we stamped it, we saw the illustrations inside and it became uh, our coloring books as we were you know, 10 and 11 years old. Oh and that's how I started learning about cannabis. It wasn't necessarily from my dad. <laughs> Sure. And, yeah, and it was like basically like a one through ten sort of wow. rating or something like that. How is it? Is stoned and super stoned, stoned and, and mega stoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, very stoned, yeah. mild high. Which is which and, is which uh, I was the, saying is like now it's awesome that you guys have a cup because you can bring that back and show that it's sort of the same idea, right? It's like you know you can have the stone just award. You can make all those awards from those different vibes. You know, this one was the stone de like a stone just award. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. I remember well, the book. I remember it. It's like, yeah. 
So do you still have it? Because they would have his stamp in the back. Uh, somewhere. somewhere. Maybe some crayon marks from Dan. <laughs> wow. Well, there there are a few original copies still out there floating. I try to find them on eBay when I can. Um, I have a couple in my possession, but a lot a lot of everything that's out there now is just reprints, uh, which yeah, are still great. But the editing in it has been more modernized, so some of it is not the same sort of you know legacy that the original the original pricing the original you know, terms of use during the 1970s. Some of those things have been changed um, during the later publications. But uh, the original publication, it really is something quite special. Yeah. Well, I had had a, a signed copy of The Emperor Wears No Clothes um, that he signed for me in Eugene, Oregon in 91. And uh, wow. it, I, don't, I don't know where it, it, it sort of, you know, in true stoner fashion... <laughs> It, it went somewhere, but it, you know, um, I, I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if we ever told him that it, your dad was actually the the linchpin behind Adam and I meeting for the first time in November of 1990. Okay, at coffee shop Homegrown Fantasy, wow. when uh, I was going there every day after Grateful Dead tour because I didn't want to leave Amsterdam, so I just got myself a little a flat somewhere for 15 guilders a night and just would go to homegrown fantasy and get high every day and walk around Amsterdam. And one day uh, there was a sign on the door. It said tonight only famous American hemp activist, Jack Herrer will speak. And so I showed up an hour beforehand, made a placard (laughs) that said kick for a fatty for Jack had a great spot of where I had hoped he would be. But, you know, fucker over here had him totally in the other on the other side. But I was able to to just put this card out there. Everybody saw it, including Hank, Mm -hmm. the owner. And it it was the biggest joint I had ever seen out of uh, the Up in Smoke movie at the time. It took a few oh, of wow. us to okay. roll it together, um, and it went around the room. He spoke for two hours, because I come to find out, you know, almost 30 years later, that he was tripping balls, you yeah, know? I had to bring him from, I had to bring him from Sensi to Homegrown Fantasy, which is about a, it's like a 10-minute walk, but it took us about a half an hour, because every single time we got to a stop, he'd be like, do you want some mushrooms? And I was like, no, nah. I was just, it was like a Tuesday afternoon, something weird. And I was just kind of like, no, I'm kind of, I'm working right now. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe after or something. And he's like, okay, more for me type vibe. And then he started talking about Santa Claus and explaining to me about oh that gosh. whole thing. And so I was like, I was totally enthralled. So we just were talking the whole time. And I was like, we got to hurry up. We're going to be late. You know, and we ended up walking into the spot and <laughs> I was his I was his like connection to reality in the sense that he started getting a little bit drift. He started getting a little bit off on on everything and I was like, "No, you got to bring it bring it back, Jack. You bring it back." And he was like, "Okay, bringing it back." Cuz he was starting to talk about the first time he had sex and then everybody was getting a little bit weirded out and they were like, "This guy's getting a little too into the sex part, you know what I mean?" And I was like, "You want to bring it back to the weed at this point?" I was like, "Yeah." But he had to- he had told me when he signed the Emperor Wears No Clothes in 91 in Eugene, that he goes, you know, because I said to him, I said, do you remember that night? Because it was only a year ago at the time. Um, and he's like, no, man, I was tripping. But it, 
you know, <laughs> 30 years later, you find out he wasn't just tripping. It was every time he came to a canal, it was Adam, Adam, I'm going to eat some acid. And he would eat more acid. So there's probably, there's probably six or eight canals between where they were walking. So this is not just, a, you know, an acid trip. This was... This was a, a hero. Dose. This was a mission. Yeah. Like. It was, well, he spoke for more than two hours and the joint got around the whole time. I mean, it was a, it was very memorable. I wish I could say, remember what he wow. said, but <laughs> I was, you know, 20 and very high. He said the first time he made love, he was oh. high on weed, and yeah. it was the greatest experience. Like, That's pretty much where I remember oh going, yeah. you know, left at that point. <laughs> Yeah, so Honestly, he, guys, I, I, I live to hear these stories because, you know, this, uh, these are parts of his life that, you know, we didn't experience as a family because it was always him out there on the mission to save the world and, and, and exploring it at the same time. So all of the folks that he, you know, met from through the 80s and the 90s, you know, uh, if they were in another country, we would really never see them come through uh, our house. Uh, so, you know, in the last... 15 years as i've been traveling i get to hear all of these gems mm -hmm. uh, and especially since the, the multitude of of experiences <laughs> that you've both had with my dad uh over the past you know over the over the course of your relationship with them yeah is uh well it's awesome when it resonates it's really too, you know, really right? uplifting for me yeah when it resonates yeah. too and you're like yep that's my dad like you know it you know what i mean like there's certain moments in time like <laughs> like with him it was funny too that, that on that same day i had just met him for the first time and I was super excited to meet him. And he was kind of like more interested in uh, this chick that was in the shop than me. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and he kept talking to her. And I was like, hey, I got some weed. You want to try my bubble gum? Right? And I was growing bubble gum at the time. That was when I was doing my selection for the bubble gum. And it was a little bit, because Amsterdam's really like a place where it's really hard to dry your weed. And so I gave him the weed and he like rolled a really shitty joint, like the worst joint like I'd like seen. Mateo joined. Oh, like he, he just, was terrible. He rolled this really <laughs> disgusting like, uh, and it didn't burn. It was super pregnant. And it, really uh, on the and it didn't and it didn't burn and it didn't burn because of that. Like you had to like break that up really good. And and I was and then he goes, that's ah, wet. And he like threw it down on the table. And I was all, that's so depressing right there. Like I just gave him my best bud, but it was still too a little too wet. And I knew it was too wet. And he rolled it <laughs> shitty. And it just was like, and later I rolled a, a nice joint for him. And I was like, here, try it again. And he was like well that's pretty good you know but i was like i had already like stuck me in the heart at that point i was already like jack hates my weed you know like ah. or like borophil <laughs> yeah but no it, it was awesome then over the years we got to uh you know what was great with with your dad was that we got to do stuff with hemp that he was talking about and yet you know nowadays of course everything's you know all the things he's talked about have, have hopefully been you know tinkered with in some way shape or form whether it's you know even up to fuel and all the ideas that are you know haven't quite materialized yet but they're there you know and so we were doing it with clothing and with everything else in Amsterdam and it was like it was really cool, really cool to see him at least get to experience that you know what I mean because that was uh, well you know it's funny that you both you know we're talking about you know, many people recognize the name in in, in cannabis as a, as a genetic or as a strain, mm -hmm. but and that they really don't know them. But the 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 reality is is that they all really do know them. They just don't know why they know them. 
they they know him through the things that they say and repeat because <laughs> the information that he put out right. over the course of 40 years exactly you know that information came from that book it came from when he was speaking and educating people and 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 getting people to to understand and find their voice and then start repeating the different things that they were learning so you know it's not that they don't know him they just mm-hmm. don't know where it came from right you know it's just like lines in a movie like you know there's just great lines that everybody just keeps repeating at some point people are going to be like oh what movie did that come from but <laughs> yeah. the, <laughs> it's the ugliest hat dad, i ever saw that's experience it's the same thing is like i hear people say things that you know when i was in my my you know my adolescent years and my teenage years and my early 20s those things that I, that i was hearing when he was educating himself and and then starting to uh, you know, chronicle uh, the different information that he was gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that sort of, you know, that that became the background of my life. And then, as the book became something, it became it became the the narrative that people would speak. And as they would speak it, they wouldn't know where it necessarily came from. You know, a lot of people would be like, oh, it was this book, The Emperor Wears No Clothes. A lot of people don't read who the author was. They just like, oh, this was a great book. Oh, that was written by Jack. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Um, you know, so a lot of people really do know him. They just don't know why they know him other than the flower. And But those that know him have used his... Sense. It does. And those that know him, though, to complement that, have used his words in defense of this plant, you know, for 30 years. And to defend the plant, it means that we've gotten to the place where we are right now, where we sit in a legal state with no threat of the man enjoying the plant that we love so much but can remember the time when it was not that way and it was in the shadows and i'm so glad to where we are where we have come and it's part and parcel to what your dad did and to the lessons he taught us all so you know and i I get that you know i I still don't call any state a legal state i I still i still call it state-sponsored extortion um, you know, cause, uh, uh, you know, all the narrative that we're all operating on, whether it's Colorado, California, Michigan, Arizona, wherever, everything that guides us, everything that, that is our compliance, everything is that, that, you know, the, the way that we, that we function as, uh, the cannabis community now is all still based on the same lies that created prohibition. So if the lies still exist, then freedom doesn't exist. And so uh, the fact that states allow access because they're being paid extraordinary amounts of money to turn the other cheek the way that they're looking at it. If they really thought it was very healthy for everybody and it was all this great medicine and they were all doing the wrong thing, I mean, the right things, then, you know, they wouldn't be trying to scare the shit out of everybody every time, you know, a new store would open up in a neighborhood. Oh, it's going to bring the neighborhood down and, you know, it's going to bring drug use up. And we all know that the the real reality is you know, people don't um, sales that are know, there's, there's less overdoses, the there's less deaths, there's less ODs, there's less drunk driving, there's less, you know, addiction to opioids, there's less death, but they can't change that narrative because it's what they have to sell fear on. Hey, so I don't really look at up. access as legal. Sorry, I wasn't saying that to you, Dan. Um, I it's, it, said, so. good. <laughs> it, it's good. It, you know, and while I agree with everything you said, I'm still kind of okay because I can remember what it was like 
that there was going to be a fear of losing custody of my child as a single parent. You know, I didn't, I couldn't just, you know, it wouldn't be like, hey, well, he'll go to mom. You know, no, I was raising him on my own and I just enjoyed cannabis. I didn't drink. I enjoyed cannabis. And I remember what it was like. And I'm, I'm okay with sh a shitty tax system right now until we fucking figure it out. I mean, I'm really okay with it. You, and, and it's not like anybody entering into the space didn't know that 280 existed before they got in. Okay, it fucking sucks, but it's what we have. Yeah, getting struck down still is better than losing your freedom, right? <laughs> For damn skipping. Those in third world countries, they're about to take your freedom, and they just shake you down. You pay them off, kind of. It's the same. Well, at same least we're doing it without having to sit in a cell. Option to pay them yeah. off <laughs> in some other countries. <laughs> right. Right. It's kind of nice. There's there, there's lots of different ways to lose your freedom, and lots of different levels of the freedoms that you've lost or the ones that you feel that you've gained you know and it's all really perception because not everybody um feels as safe as you do currently um with regards uh to not losing their job or their family or their income or their home uh those those situations still exist throughout this country because there is nothing that's uniform and the fight still continues and it, uh, you know i'm grateful for the areas that that we have access and I could, you know, but the, the fight continues. It's, you know, my father would be extraordinarily happy that people are finding a way through the bullshit. Um, at the same time, uh, he would still be yelling and screaming and marching and demanding <laughs> oh, for sure. uh, freedom. Yeah, there, for sure. there, 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 there would be no complicity with my father at this moment. That he, he wouldn't be complacent uh, with the way things are. He would still be, you know, uh, just because you didn't make money off the drug war for, you know, 30 years from the product itself, governments made money from the selling of the drug war. And now they're making money from the selling of the products they used to be at war with. And so I, I think my father's uh, vision as as in mine is is that there's there's still a lot. Um, you know, we're really at the you know, even though this has been going on now nearly 30 years, we're still at the infancy um, because we're still dealing, um, you know, with a with a situation where all the narrative about us is still based on the lies that created us. Well said. Damn, you sound like your dad. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know the apples and trees thing. You're you're not you're you're absolutely right. But we are moving in a direction where at one time yes, we, we will have that vision. And it's something I had to, it, sitting here, I had to come to terms with. We're not going to get everything we want. We're just not. And we're going to have to learn to take the small wins when we get the small wins. When it comes to 280E and how the states are really victimizing us, it's, it's economically victimizing us. And while it sucks, it's not criminal negligence. You know, they're not, they're not taking our freedom away. So we've got a good foundation to go on. Um, I'd really, if you have time, I'd be interested in knowing how you feel about Schedule 3 and, and descheduling. And do you see any upside? You know, is there one clear path? And what would, what would your dad say? I will kind of know that one, right? But <laughs> Well, uh, here's, here's the... As, as far as from scheduling and descheduling, 
I don't know any part of the government that doesn't fuck things up and make it worse, at least at the beginning, and sometimes never make it better. Um, I, I think Schedule 3 creates a whole <laughs> other list of problems that we're going to have to deal with that we can't even foresee right now. For sure, and worse. And, and, and it depends on who's who's because everything changes, of course, every four years again. So it's like all of a sudden we've got another round where they, it sets it up like a bowling pin where you just knock it down if you want to with farm. A big farmer could knock it right down if they wanted to, you know, because yeah. it's like, oh, it's all in the now it's actually recognized as a medicine. Therefore, you guys are not in charge anymore. And and we're and we can get fucked. And so even if it sounds conspiratorial or whatever, I think it's way better to deschedule and let us deal with it just like any other thing oh, we lost you we got mute on we can't hear you since you Maybe went inside you. your house there you go there, there we is. go uh-huh. it's on the wi-fi now jumped yeah. on the wi-fi exactly we see. <laughs> no i was just saying that descheduling is the only real alternative in my opinion for cannabis just to keep us get us out of their grips yeah. you know because the minute it goes into schedule three it's a little sketchy you know what was really interesting Pardon? listening to what our previous guest paul weaver said he was fine with schedule three because as a as a publicly traded beer company it he he thinks it would be uh recreational and regulated did we lose dan again maybe or he's just not talking he doesn't like me <laughs> Anyway, so Jack Herrer Cup, like Herrer, like Terror, 2023 at New Woo. Hopefully, Dan, we can't hear you. We were singing happy birthday. All right, can you guys hear me now? There we go. There we are. Yes, sir. Sorry about that. Just left the car. My apologies to uh, your listening audience. Oh, no, it's the classic uh, connect to all your different devices and from your car to your house to your thing. From your car to your house to your thing. To your thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to the best of us. Buff, 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 buffering. Exactly. So, Dan, anything on the horizon you want to let everybody know about before we have any more internet issues with you? Um, oh, good. Sounds give me good one second. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I, I asked too late. I should have asked two minutes ago. This, this is perfect interlude. See, now it's the time for the music. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there's anything new, oh, you know, I'm just uh, trying to expand the brand. Hopefully, oh, tell, the things that... What about, what, uh, about, what about your connection out here in Colorado? You had a group out here that was uh, you were working yes. with. Is, is that still going well, off? Well, Cultivation in Colorado has been uh, uh, growing, packaging, and selling the Jack brand for the last couple of years. Um, things are starting to really take shape there. New products are coming out, and uh, you know they are just doing an extraordinary job of uh, of growing the product and and the brand. Who is doing this, and how come this is we Vera cultivation? We didn't know anything about it. Just think, if you had a taken out an advertising campaign 
on a global podcast based out of Denver, Colorado, supporting a local Denver company, supporting your local Denver company, people would know all about this brand. It'd be sitting right here on the table, along with Wook Crystals and 14er Holistics, Apothecary Extracts, um, House of Dankness. I mean, come on. Let's work your magic. Well, we, we can work on that for the next interview that I'm actually on time for and have your pieces that uh, you don't have to worry about going to music when I when I fall off. Wait, what's uh, that? Mark Mark was saying something. He said we should have it every week, though, you know, as, as so we could get the word out because the only true way to build a brand is for to show loyalty to that brand by us using their products. So, you know, just wow. saying... Just saying, as Adam's pitch uh, I'm, man. I'm sure I can have that arranged before your next show. Wow. Sweet. You're on next Friday. Wow. Yeah, we're on next Friday. <laughs> we'll have a, a next Friday recap. For sure. So I, I want tell us more about this party, and are you really going to limit it to 1,500 people? It seems like a Wednesday night party and with everyone knowing <laughs> that David Tran's event is at a a non-consumption friendly event they just sent us all an email and each one says the mjs smoke free and then it says the after party smoke free oh so i'm just he used to throw the greatest events i mean i still love this guy but you, you you're fixing to be you know a hot spot well, for consumption um well the consumption lounge for for new was uh, a great opportunity for us but the other side of it is, is that, you know, the, the drawbacks are there is no mixing alcohol at a consumption lounge at this point in Vegas. So uh, they do have a, a series of mocktails that will be available. Um, our, our live uh, event uh, guests are going to be um, it's going to be a really good show for the night. So whether you come for the awards or you come for the music and entertainment. Um, it is going to be lively throughout the entire, you know, four or five hours that we're there. Uh, and it's going to be uh, the reason it's at 1500 people is because the venue itself doesn't really allow at this point for a larger crowd uh, on, on the particular uh, platform that we have there. And uh, I'm, I'm taking it. You're calling it the Jack Herrer Cup Award Ceremony. Is yes. your production completely ironed out? Because I just am checking our schedule here, and Adam and I are available to present an award if you wanted an award presented to your guests by people who understand, you know, how to work a microphone. Because we'll have Mark with us. Didn't Fat Jack win last year with the well, Jack Career for the medical side? I think you might have. Might have. I mean, have you inked in everybody that's going to be presenting awards or? Uh, we? Uh, no, we we ha we have not uh, inked in every every aspect of the of the award ceremonies yet. CBD edible goes too. Oh, yeah, right. we, we, <laughs> we can't make the event. Worst category ever. You're like, no, oh, not the CBD edible, please. I mean, we're 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 not. I mean, as much as we love David Tran, and we're really honored to be nominated for best cannabis podcast of 2023. Um, Congratulations to you votes guys in. for get your nomination. Your your Thank you. Now. Get your votes in right now. Maybe Mark will put the link up to vote Mark, for us. Mark, link now. Um, <laughs> you can still vote. And it, like, we're, we're not going um, because it's not a consumption-friendly event. And then the party Dave afterwards is... 
Uh, you know what? I already looked into it, and I can get a tuxedo if it was a consumption-friendly event. But black tie, how, no consumption. How? How do we? How do we get behind that? I I know the industry needs an award ceremony. That's fantastic, but we're going. This is you know a step forward and a, a whole like marathon backwards. This we should be at a consumption-friendly event as we support this industry the and sad, give out the awards. The sad truth, though, the sad truth is. Because of the, it's the MJs. It's not the Wook Fest. It's not Wook Crystal Fest. You know, it's 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 the it's the it's the MJs. So you know that like eighty percent of those people don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? There's like only like a small percentage of people that probably even because I mean anybody who's really is going to have a pen on them is going to be smoking a pen and no one's going to say shit. No, they're not going to let you in with pens, you're, man. You're going to get in with your pen. You're going to get in with your pen. Smoke free. They're going to strip strip a metal detector. They're going to shake everybody. No, but where are you going to smoke? You're in a casino under camera. Slow it straight down in between your feet. Dave, relax. That's what I do. Relax, Dave. You're going to do it. <laughs> I'm in big fucking trouble, man. I'm coming to your house. I'm not trying to make... It, it shouldn't have to be that way, is what my True. point is. You're going to a cannabis award ceremony, and you have to hide. That's Come on. I, all right. I hope it goes fantastic. Yeah. I'm not going to be... Doesn't that sort of go back to the freedom you were talking about having? It Sounds does. Awesome. It does. Right. Yeah. Well, I. But there is an exactly. alcohol thing. I just. I'm not into. I mean, why did they choose that location? Well, if maybe if we chose a location that didn't serve alcohol, they would have fine problem. You know, they wouldn't have a problem. Well, after the Lauren Bovart uh, video of them under the camera, when you see it on the infrared, you're right. like, oh, that's, you're busted. <laughs> like they're, they're smoking their vape, and you're like, oh, they really can see that shit pretty damn good in the dark. <laughs> you're like, huh, I thought I was in the, I thought I was undercover. It's like a big cloud above them and shit, so. Well, we're looking forward to it, Would re- and would it would be an honor to present an award um, well, with your we, your we can talk about that uh, later, later, uh, this weekend or, or next week while we're still putting together details. Um, I know Adam was talking about uh, coming out and being uh, at the show or near the show. Oh, we're there. Uh, you know, we're there. And, we're there. <laughs> and you know what we're going to do? You have 1,500 people coming, and it's mm-hmm. a consumption-friendly event. We it will, is. We will make sure that we provide yo tips for every single person there. Just look for Mr. Every Rogers with a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Nice. Mr. Rogers with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's great. I'm gonna oh, my God, nap. you guys are funny. Do you, do you dab, Dan? You know, I, I actually, I don't. It's, all, it's almost your name. Too much cannabis. Your name is almost dab. It, it autocorrects. <laughs> You're so to, close to dab, to dab. You might as well just change your name to dab at this point. Yeah. yeah. Dab but, and dab. Uh, but no, <laughs> uh, I, I consume very little um occasionally you know 420s when i go visit my dad's grave i sit with them and have a puff uh during celebrations of uh you know uh relationships that i have or moments uh i'll consume but uh, i'm usually so busy and cannabis for me uh becomes a little distracting uh from the things that i feel that i need to accomplish 
because I, I tend to go into my head too much and get quiet and I don't end up was, functioning the way that I should. I oh, you say, need a podcast. I was going to say it's exactly the same thing as me. Like it keeps me from getting the things done that I need to do, but that's exactly what I won't me plan. Too. That's why I do it. I'm like, oh, I don't want to finish that. I want to smoke a joint over here. Like I, I'm, I sort of self-sabotage on purpose. Finish all the stuff. Then what are you going to do? Extend those projects, you know, because completion means you have to start the next one, right? Well, the amount of things that I have to deal with uh, – on a daily basis that I shouldn't have to deal with, uh, require uh, a bit of focus. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of fuckery abound, uh, within the space these days. And it's not as, uh, I heard that Jack Harris not, strain is really it's not as clean, uh, and <laughs> yeah. front as it once used to be. Yeah. You should smoke that Jack Harris strain. It's should, good for it's focus. It's good for focus. <laughs> I read about that once in a book. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, sure. no, well, we're really. I'm. I'm very. I'm proud that you have taken on the the, really the the daily challenge, of the struggle of what your dad started a really long time ago, and, um, you know, hopefully people who heard the show tonight, if you have a Jack story, and it was just you or some others with Jack and none of his family were there, then they don't know that. And I can see how important it would be for you to hear things like that because that night at Homegrown Fantasy changed my entire outlook on uh, everything, okay? I mean, everything. I was so young. I was by myself in Europe. I just saw every Grateful Dead show played from Stockholm to Germany and it was uh, to London. It was amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing time. And having it culminate because I left a little bit after your dad was there. It, he just he was it was it was just incredible. I had those memories. Wow. I'd always look back on it, you know. And uh, yeah, thank you. And I, I thank no, you, you know, but uh, my my journey, my journey in this space. There you go. Um did not start when my, when my father passed, you know, for sure. Uh, it, you know, my, my journey with my father, uh, our father started in the seventies and, you know, when we were, you know, running a paraphernalia company and my brothers and I and our friends were manufacturing all the paraphernalia that was going to head shops. And after that, you know, as I became a, a, a young adult and turned 18, my father was already, you know, uh, going out and 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 fighting for cannabis freedoms through the California Marijuana Initiative. So, you know, every two years or every four years, my family, my friends, myself would all go out, register voters, collect signatures, try to get the, you know, the, you know, the legalization on the ballot. And that went on for, you know, more than 30 years. And um, cannabis never... You know, being an activist through the 70s and 80s and 90s, you know, didn't pay the bills. Uh, it, it, it got my father around the world where he was able to, uh, you know, uh, elevate people's consciousness uh, through, you know, education. And for, for us, um, you know, we still had to figure out how to, uh, you know, how to raise ourselves, build families, you know, pay, you know, pay to live and, you know, have a place to call home and that required us to just be out there working like anybody else it wasn't until after my father passed that um 
you know, I, I came back uh, to try to understand what it is that, that, you know, he had left and try to make sense of what to do in the future and how to benefit that for my father's widow and, you know, uh, my brother's kids and, you know, what may happen uh, with their kids and their kids in the future. So um, the, the last 14 years has just been a, a real journey on multiple levels from still being an activist at heart uh, to try to be, uh, you know, a business person to, uh, you know, create, you know, new opportunities uh, for for my family, uh, my friends, uh, the community that, you know, fell in love with what my father's message was. And uh, we're all still fighting for it. So I just, um, you know, I'm grateful for this position that I'm in. Uh, but the, sometimes the wait is uh, uh, a bit much. I bet. I bet. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, imagine if, uh, if you didn't do that, though, and, you know, that, that would be such a shame because the energy that your dad put out was very palatable you know what i mean like to the point of like <laughs> to, the, to the point of spitting in your face while he was talking at the end of the time well when when he would get upset yeah. he, the spitting was incidental <laughs> oh i know it was later. because he, know. it was it was really because he was so passionate about uh, it. Yeah. vehement on how he felt that he would grit his teeth and he would be speaking with such fervor oh, yeah. that it would literally just um, you know, come out and, and, um, you know, I, I don't really have, you know, uh, it wasn't until a couple of years after he passed that, um, you know, I, I had an encounter <laughs> with him, whether it was a dream or, uh, his actual spirit. Um, but, uh, you know, he came to me one night, uh, grinding his teeth and spitting at me. Uh, through his uh, energy saying, when am I going to find my voice? When am I going to say something? And uh, that's when uh, I, I left the, the businesses that I had to do the things that I'm doing today. Wow. So you're his voice. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't really feel that uh, this was a choice coming back so much as it was uh, a directive and, and one that I was, willing to to take on despite all of its challenges mm -hmm. yeah no totally that's a, wow. like you said that's that is the energy that is the jack energy right there it's like a guy like you're not sure if he's mad at you but he's not he's mad at the way he's mad, mad at everything and it's just him yeah, exactly i've had i've had that moment you know with him too. well you know he would he would yell at you not because he was mad at you he would yeah. yell at you because you weren't hearing what he was saying mm -hmm. um and then he would laugh, and then he would eat the food off your plate. Um, <laughs> and, and, I thought and I had when, egg and if, if you weren't if you weren't getting in arguments with my dad over um, whatever the topic was, mm -hmm. then you weren't my dad's friend, you know, because my dad would just be honest with you about how he felt, and um, and he would feel that um, for the people that he know that he knew and loved. So if he was hard and if he was loud and if he was gritting his teeth and spitting, um, you know, it's because he knew that you needed to hear it, that you could do something with it, that you hearing it was important and that you were somebody that he loved and respected. Um, and 
So, you know, my father was uh, a real bear at times, but uh, the moment that the bear stopped growling, uh, he was your, also your best friend. And, and he was, uh, you know, he was unwavering in his positions and he was unwavering for the people that he cared about, which is this cannabis community, which uh, includes all of you today, even the ones that he never met. The things that he did wasn't to to influence uh, the the ones that were just listening. He was he was yelling at the level that he was, so he could influence the people that couldn't hear at the time, and would be able to hear later. And um, you know, I, I think uh, that's one of the greatest things that I love about uh, YouTube today is that you can go on YouTube, look up my father's name, listen to him speak. Uh, you know, on, a, you know, hundreds of different podcasts and, 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 and hear his passion and you can see where he came from. And it wasn't about, it wasn't about the commodity of cannabis. It was about the community of cannabis. Not that it couldn't be commoditized and change people's lives and lift and lift, you know, communities up. But, it, you know, my father's life wasn't about um, him becoming rich or his family becoming rich. It was about enriching people's lives with opportunity, whether it was from hemp or cannabis or just freedom. I guess we'll, we'll then accept to thank you for your dad from all of us for all of that work, right? Paper, fuel, and fiber. That was my takeaway from every time I sat down with him. Paper, fuel, every and day. fiber. Okay? So it's still stuck, yeah. right? It's been a long, long time. I mean, so he was one of those people who leaves an impression on you. And uh, like I as said, are you. The people that don't know him today, they know him. They just don't know why. Because all of the things that you just said have been happening for decades now. People know that cannabis is fuel. They know that it's fiber. They know that it's food. They know about all of these things, and they wonder why. And it's because of him and people that he influenced, which, you know, like Adam and yourself, um, you know, took it to heart, and it's changed their lives. And uh, that's that's why his voice comes through. You know, even when I go to MJ BizCon or I go to, uh, you know, Champs or things like that, I walk into those facilities not because it's so corporate, but because so many people are still dedicating their lives and continue to dedicate their lives to opportunities to uh, to to work with this plant and and do things from creating new technologies and new opportunities and new pathways forwards using this. and And uh, I feel my dad every time uh, I go into uh, you know these these places, like the hairs on my arm stand up. Because the the community, the energy that there, that the you know, it, it's undeniable, and and I, I it uh, it continues to influence my life and inspire me. Good for you, Dan. Thank you, thank you. That's a good point for us to sort of segue into selling shit. <laughs> yeah, everybody, happy birthday to Dan. Uh, Thank you all very much. It's, uh, yeah, thank it's you. greatly appreciated. And it, you can stick around with us if you want, but in the next 15 minutes, all we do is talk about the products that we use every day in the cannabis industry. It's kind of not like advertising. It's just the stuff we use. It's the stuff we use. Yeah. 
which I'm about to go next door to So High Cafe. Oh yeah, next time you're in town too, Dan, you need to come check out our our new spot here. I heard I heard some vicious rumor that since Vinny um, bought an airline ticket, which gives him free bags. He's bringing like a half a pig. Oh yeah, with him oh, on the plane and, they love and when the whole that. cow. That's what yeah, they love totally. when you, you do. know like, in his there, in his bag. How much flesh do you have in this bag? Yeah, where the <laughs> the head is a hat. Yeah. But anyways, wow. come on down, forty three hundred West good. Alameda, Blazing Fire Barbecue at So High Cafe. Uh, you can get some coffee. You can get some food. Uh, live DJ sets. I was here last time, last Sunday tonight. Yeah, tonight, tonight we got Chuck, Chuck Solo. Solo over Chuck here. Solo live. Chuck Solo need food. Yeah, need, need food, food badly. Like, yeah, he's turning it into something else over here. So it's getting, um, it's getting crazy. Uh, Forty three hundred West Alameda, SoHighCafe.com. You can pre-order. So make sure you get some uh, some brisket or whatever you would like to eat here. Um, SoHighCafe.com. There you go. Dave Ozo Coffee. No, it's Ozo Coffee. My name is not in there at all. So you go to <laughs> ozocoffee.com, and when you're placing your order, you enter Dundeal23 in the promo field, and you will get 20% off your order. I believe you only have to spend 50 bucks, and you get free shipping. So that's that's not hard to do. Odie get and Tim got it in uh, Nevada. Odeon. Really? Sweet. Yep, up at the farm up there, drinking the Ozo. So all you need to do is go Shout to ozocoffee.com, enter Dundeal23, and you will get some amazing strain-specific coffees grown in these small farms across the planet Earth where Justin and Rebecca have traveled to, have met them, and have had the beans shipped to Boulder green, and they roasted on a 1959 roaster. Absolutely amazing. Try any strain they have there. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. Buildasoil.com. 855-877-SOIL is the way you can interact with them. You can go to their website, but you want to call them and ask for the done deal. You'll get 10% off. Uh, they sell Miles products. That's really all you should need to know. He, he really, that's it? That's all you need to know? I, I mean, Damn, if I you there just... there's more to grow on than that, but... Well, if you go there, <laughs> Ooh, you will that. know more. But you can... Yeah. Ferments, mix and match, 15% for off when you buy any four ferments. That's right. Buildthesoil.com. Need to get Miles on the show. It's been a while. Yotip.com. Yotip.com. It, it, a better way to smoke and providing that extra layer of safety and protection, especially... As conference season comes up, okay, it's coming. It's coming. It around is the corner. coming. It's right around the corner. You're gonna and go to this event. Yeah, you're gonna share joints with everybody. Okay, you might as well take a moment and put a yo tip between you and everybody else. Whoa. So it there's a little vortex that it creates, and it's just a better way to smoke it. It cools it just a little bit. Tastes great. It keeps you safe. Yotip.com. Now available on Amazon. Look at that. On oh, Amazon. Wow. And you can't, do, you can't get a deal if you do I wonder that. if it's like Prime, bro. Is it Prime? It might be. You can get it overnight. Probably. Best oh, you know, thing to do. But then you don't do. get the done deal. Uh, How you can get it done deal through? Ship my pants. You're yeah, kidding. You're going to ship your pants? <laughs> right here. Well, then we have to talk to Amazon. Dave, get on it. Get the on best it, thing you talk need to, to do is the, the medical dispensary that you shop at should carry Yotips. They just sold a whole bunch of them at House of Dankness at 14er at planet 13 in vegas and um if i get it right it's zen leaf 
in Vegas sold an entire box, two boxes in a couple of days. So the product is catching on. Yotip.com or find them at Yo Products LLC on Instagram. Greenfarmsmed.com. I stopped by the other day when I was in the springs. Check it out. Place is jumping. So it's, uh, it's it actually, it looks like he may be, may be expanding there. So oh. it's, it's going that well. But now yeah, the place is going great. They got 800 products on their SKUs. It's crazy. So many. It's small shop, but packed to the gills with all the best brands in Colorado. They got Green Dot in house, Laser Cat, and all the all the good, all the flavors. Like the Trader Joe's of cannabis sales of every brand that is available. Greenfarmsmed.com. You have to be a medical dispensary. They're in Colorado Springs. If you don't have a medical card, hit up Dr. Joe Cohen at Holos Health in Boulder, Colorado. Ask for the done deal, and he'll take good care of you. Greenbros.com. We just had a great conversation with Cullen. Their company's amazing. Hopefully, they'll be part of our event gathering. Adam Dunn Show and Tell, or whatever we're calling it this year, um, after our show Friday in party. Vegas. It's called the Go Party, remember? The Go Party. That's yes. right. Go Party. Yes. You go to Green OG Bros go with a go Z. OG party. We don't have it. We never. Goog. Was it Goog or was it Ogo? Ogo. The Ogo or Goo? Oh, it's Goo. Google like Moog. Google like Moog. Googly, I told googly, you that. Googly. That's what I said. Greenbroswithaz.com. You enter Dundeal at checkout on the Harvest Trim Bucket, and you will get you got 10, a 10% off your order. But if you're buying a big ticket item, you're going to be speaking to a sales rep there. Tell me you heard about it on the show, and they'll knock oh, 5% off of your Moog, order. Speaking of Moog, we got Mugteo. Mids? No, he doesn't like that anymore. We have Mateo. checking him out. Here and and his puppy, the best puppy in the oh, world. Bring the puppy over here. Let us put it on camera. Oh, oh don't let her see the puppy. That'll be the end of it. That's the end of it. You don't have that puppy anymore. Oh, oh. oh my god! Oh, wow, what kind of dog is this? So cute. Oh, get your do we have to stop the ads? Oh we do. I told you. I said once the puppy goes in her hands, it's over. I just explained that to you how that how that all works, and him worse than that. Uh, Dabex, of course, one of our oh. premier sponsors because we are all using them every day and uh, getting great results. Actually, uh, let's see. I like bigger dogs. You know, this my buddy like just got cat. his, yeah. and he, he says that blue, like, is hot. Like, his runs hot or something like that, he thinks, or something like that. Because, because I told him, I was like, dude, I use the white and then green on the, on the diamonds. And he was like, dude, I put it on blue, and it just, like... Depends on the product. Yeah. Depends on the product. Yeah, maybe it could be something like that. But like a hundred percent, I brought one to Hunter Garth. I think of, if you go lower than you think, it'll always work. Where you yeah. be like, oh, it fucking works pretty good there too. Of yeah. joints and bespoke extracts today, uh -huh. and he had some concentrate that we tried out a new go that he had. Uh -huh. That I, I filled the whole cup up. Yeah, turned it on uh -huh. on green so that I use. And he, we got one dab out of it, and the, it ran down uh, because it just happened to biscuits. be that whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. It just, it you know, it needed to be either much hotter to burn it off or much lower to keep it in. I don't know. I got we you. noticed it. It's a it, learning it, curve. It, you just have to deal curve. with it. It is by far the <laughs> best electronic dab rig on the market. I get a Second dab every time. to none. Now. So, yeah. Fantastic product. You go to dabx.com. Sometimes I'm amazed because it'll be like, how is that even, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, how is exactly. that even working? I'm like, I haven't really done that much. I'll do a gamble. Like, sometimes I'll just grab it and be like, 
We'll see. Let's, Let's see, see if it has it. Yeah. Exactly. And go for it. It's like, damn, fuck, it tells us. Is that all, like a secret ninja dab? It's, it's yeah. always got one locked in the chamber, it seems like. Yeah, or something. No matter or how. It's and, coming off the top of the and I'll do cap these or little, something. And I'll do a little or, twist, uh, and then it'll work. Okay, I'll, like, I'll be like, oh, I'm not getting a hit. Then I go like that, uh, and it works. It's just that's like weird. magic. Magic. It's just because you can... Front load that thing like a maniac. Enter done deal at checkout. You get twenty percent off your order. It comes to two forty shipped to your house for a Dabex Go, or if you want the rocket, if you have a nice glass rig at home that you want to use, you can turn any rig into a Dab rig with the Dabex Rocket. Also twenty percent off. Get the died. done deal. Fourteen or Boulder .com. Oh shit. Dave just probably took a dab of some 14er, it he sounds did. like. He um, no, he nope, not, I no. took a dab of Mr. X's oh, little thing, okay. but I was smoking Adam's jam band. Of course he was. And I smoked his <laughs> laughing jack, <laughs> laughing yeah. luck. That's but we also up. had... I know, right? We the had world. a whole bunch of jams in that you guys got tonight, too. Yes. Um, uh, the Garden Select is on fire. You want to just go to their website, 14erboulder.com, place a pre-order, Enter done deal. You'll get a discount. You'll be able to buy the Garden Select. You can buy their rosin, which is fucking amazing. Whatever they're doing, it is on point. It is by far some of the highest quality, most economical rosin available in Colorado. The flower is fire. You should try the DJC. Yes, I ask them to cross these strains. Was, was, like can I technically gasoline. get a breeder badge for that? No. For, no. no? <laughs> Absolutely not. even not. for asking nah. it to be done? A Absolutely. I get a producer credit? Asking, nah. asking actually makes it go <laughs> the other way around. They're like, well, no, you'll never get it. Now. Well, what? Is this typical? <laughs> I gave them the truth with, a, a, I think it was you eight strains. No, truth? you know, I said, please cross the truth with <laughs> eight of these strains. Yeah, that's different. Only one took. That's a huge difference. Is, well, that worked. Yeah, but that's not how it works. That worked. I get I get credit. Fourteenerbolder.com. I love these the, guys. I love the company. I had nothing to do with that. Um, you, you head down there. You can shop in store now. You can buy if you want, or you can go to their website, place a pre-order, and you're in and out in two minutes. When you fly into Colorado, you go. Your place parents to get can take fire. Your parents can claim that because they named you. So therefore, the, the initials being in the right order made that work somehow <laughs> written in the stars so i'm gonna give your bre your parents the breeder of that and it has that 14 or boulder.com 14 or boulder colorado fresh cbd.com there you go uh grown here in colorado indoors cbd grown indoors into products not only smokable flower but also uh all sorts of topicals and uh great rubs and products that are, when you consider the quality of the material coming in is being grown like cannabis it just heightens the level of everything compared to some uh, stuff you buy at a gas station that was made off of some 50-acre plot that was left to mold in a big giant bag, and then you already know how it goes, and it turned to isolate and gross, you know? Straight to the gas station. You know. Straight to the gas station, exactly. Yeah. Or pure yeah. gasoline. Avoid the gas station, get products like this, Colorado Maybe Fresh CBD. Like pure gasoline. Uh, obviously, use the done deal if you're ordering from them. Uh, Matt was going to come on the show this week, but he had something going on, so I think he's going to be around next week hanging out. Chris we'll pinched it. I know, exactly. Yeah. We, that's, yeah. how we, that's how it all went down. And we didn't have to shush Matt, so... There we go. <laughs> <laughs> reverse. It was a reverse shush. ColoradoFreshCBD.com. Yep. That's right. 
right. Taken Tops. Takentopscannabis.com. Go join him on his Discord. Tell him you heard about it on the show. He'll give you 10% off ordering a t-shirt. Takentopscannabis.com. This is probably the longest he's ever been on Instagram. Yeah, I'm actually... I'm surprised all every day. Yeah, every day. You know, Very impressed. It was, it was like that one sponsor we had that one time. <laughs> every every Friday, I was, I was just thankful they, they showed up okay. Takentopscannabis.com. Yep. Check out their bio link. Go check it out there. Oh, Hortitechdirect.com. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's all falling apart. Bottle down. Bottle down. <laughs> Hortitechdirect.com. Oh, Hortitechdirect. We love these guys, and you will be able to come to a Denver location to take a look at a 12 by 12 Huge. single work. <laughs> Just a small demo of what we can do with Hortitech. But if you really, really, really want to understand what these guys can do, just go speak to our, our guest that we had on the show from North Dakota, growing legally during three days <clears throat> of minus 70 degrees. I mean, he was not making this up. It was minus 70 in his double-walled, environmentally controlled greenhouse by Hortatech, and it was 72 degrees inside. I mean, holy moly. The wind, what did he say it was? 50 miles an hour? It's 140 degree difference. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, come wow. on. This is, they are some of the best greenhouses on the market at the most economical prices. You go to hortatechdirect.com. You, you're going to look at their website, but you're going to call them and you're going to speak to their, your rep and you're going to tell them you heard about it on the Adam Dunn Show. Listen, when you buy the greenhouse and you're very happy with it, don't forget that every greenhouse purchase comes with six brushes. That I negotiated personally for you. So don't yeah, forget, was, I always have your back. Look at that price tag. Don't look at the price tag. <laughs> don't look at that price tag. <laughs> don't look at the price tag. Look at that price tag. You don't need to you don't need to concern yourself with the price. Just know that you get six quality brushes included with your super huge five figure greenhouse. Hortatechdirect.com. Yeah. Love those guys. No, they're awesome. Terpwipes.com/slash Using them all show long. Done deal. That's it. Turpwipes.com slash done deal. You don't have to type in anything once you get to the website. You just need to order um, however many boxes you want. Get the subscription. And then you get Turp three wooden sticks, too. Dot com. The sticks are good. I, I've been the getting sticks more crucial. sticks in mine. I get more uh, than three. He has like a whole like shank, like bamboo bam, bundle shake. Of, uh, <laughs> shank. Well, if you've noticed, we've been using them all to show because pretty much all you need is this and this, and you're good. You're good. Uh, when I gave it to Hunter tonight, he's like, so where do you put the Q-tip? I said, ah, ha, ha. No, you don't need that anymore. Especially, you have all those nasty Q-tips on there, and a girl oh. comes over, and then oh. she's like, what's wrong with she's this like, guy? Yeah, what you, like, is he, <laughs> you got disease. Clean out his earwax or yeah. something? Like, nasty what is going on? <laughs> Toe jam. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say it. It's, no, no, say no, it. no. Bio365.com. Exactly. Yeah, don't. Oh, Patreon for Patreon. Really funny, though. It, it offended a lot of people. Bring the whole family. Save it and forget it for Patreon, just like we do for everything else. Yes. No, oh, yeah. I don't think we'll so. be like, well, we're going to remember on Patreon. What, what I'll, I'll to send it to myself. So I'll okay, text it to myself. That's great. That's great. Do you text it to yeah. yourself? Good job. So good. That's so bio365.com. Listen, they want your business and they're you a fantastic a company if you if you are a licensed cannabis operator anywhere in the united states exactly. what do you need 
Kind of How do you need? You want a pallet? You two pallets. Want a pallet? No, I need two. <laughs> I have maybe. a big facility. Maybe, maybe. My facility is let quite large. Your, let me see your P and L's. Let me see your P and L's. You need to see my P and L. I need to see your P and L. This guy. This is for Patreon guys. I spell P and L. Bio365.com. Send an email to Tim at Bio365.com. He'll take care of you. Tell them that you know Adam personally. Yeah. Yeah. Numnutsco.com. Done deal at checkout. 20% off your order. And if you go to BreckenridgeOrganicTherapy.com, enter done deal at checkout, you'll get 10% off your cannabis order. I made these awesome uh, peanut butter, uh, peanut butter banana, like Klondike bar things. I was so tempted to do it with with, with numb nuts, but then I was like, Nick's gonna find them, and then it's gonna be a nightmare. Like Nick, nightmare. Sunscapeled.com comes out of the the mining industry. They're the highest level of um, efficiency in the industry. They stay on when you turn them on. They do not go off. They don't fail. Their failure rate is less than one in a thousand. You go to Sunscape LED. You give them a call, they'll have a lighting engineer take a look at what your plan is, or Mateo will show up, and they will get you specced out to what you need. Right now in Colorado and in a lot of states, you can take advantage of rebates and wind up getting almost 90% of your entire cost paid. You can only take advantage of these rebates until the program expires. It, it doesn't just work for everyone. You have to get in. So go to sunscapeled.com, tell me you heard about it on the show. Oh, I know all about that. SeedsHereNow.com. Mark is smart. Welcome to Seeds Here Now. November is here, and we're celebrating the holiday season with tons of incredible deals. Every order secures a free Frosty Blue OG Fem 1 pack. Enjoy 25% off all DJ Short Seeds and blueberry-flavored strains all month long. Don't miss our Veterans Day Bonanza 11-11, Black Friday Bash 11-25, Cyber Monday Madness 11-28, and the Last Day Special 11-30. So let's, add, let's, let's ask Chuck. Did he sound like he was reading? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Don't yes. answer. I'm like only familiar answer. with the subject. I'm only impressing Dave. He was familiar <laughs> with the subject, for sure. He, first off, he's the, he, the, he, he, he's the nicest guy in the world, so never forget that. Just, you know, works too fucking much. So go to SeedsHereNow.com, enter Dundeal at checkout. You get 10% off your order. You cannot double stack a deal. So if he has a deal going on, just whatever, take whatever the best deal is. And then somewhere in it, say you heard about it on the Adam Dunn Show. And speaking of the Adam Dunn Show, go to AdamDunnShow.com slash merch. Oh, I was almost Show about merch. to go buy a hoodie the other day, but it was you? 50 bucks. Somebody buy me a hoodie so I can wear it. Yeah, I so. need to get him a discount at my own thing. Like I that. asked. I'm I'm like, I don't do, do done deals, bro. No done deals. Yeah, I'm a two X. No done deals. I need no a double deals. XL black hoodie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, if someone wants to buy us all hoodies, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can... <laughs> It's 50 bucks. Ooh, 50 now bucks we're talking. 50 bucks. Uh, I'll even take uh, the Black Flag tote bag from my records. Okay, let's that's uh, actually what I brought my records in. Let's today. try this joint. Uh, yeah, so AdamDunshow.com. Let's do it. Oh, let's All right. do it. And then um, um, go to Patreon, dudes. And join do our that. Patreon. Join our Patreon if you're not if a Patreon that's okay. listener already. You know, I was, I was talking to Hunter today. Yeah. I could not believe it. What? He has what, what 10, do we have? 80 people? No, no. 80 or the, you give away 
so much fucking high-level knowledge and and oh, just look at him just did selling my knowledge about the my knowledge over here. Well, you show videos of you walking them through your garden. If they piece together every week, they could see like how everything progresses, oh how God. everything grows. I just, you go through your selection process, how you do everything. Do. It's a dollar fucking five. It's a dollar five. Dollar five. Dollar five. Dollar five. That's and oh. everyone. I'm feeling everyone loves the zooted. behind the scenes videos of Adam's grow. Yeah, it's worth a. I mean, he's never wearing the same clothing he wears the on the show. Back, back when I was into the show, I would have killed to see that. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm cool. still people. See again, you, you let him glance over things. <laughs> yeah. There's still people. Did out you there hear what he said, I Adam? To watch the show. Back <laughs> when he was into the show oh. is what he said <laughs> when he was into the show. Oh, let me see if I can. Now catch he hates. Yeah. Come on. Now it's just what the fuck. He watched. I watched it all. Basketball game. Holy shit! Is he watching a basketball game? No, yeah. I mean, I got the Spurs on. I put it in the flyer. Did you see it in the flyer? No. Chuck, I say Mark will be watching basketball. While these guys are doing our own producer invented hate watching, the show that he works on. How fucked is that? Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if he invented As an old it, friend would say, that's fucked up. It's better to feel something <laughs> than nothing. That's fucked up. Uh, uh, that's funny. Do you have that spliced mm -hmm. out, Vinny? You're not going to play it for us or anything? No, no, no. We're good. No, we're not good. Yeah, we're good, dude. No, I want to hear that a lot. Oh, what? You want to hear some more beats? Oh, he's pulling your heart out because you. Uh, who did? What happened? Uh, Paul Schaefer? Let's thank Kaysass. <laughs> no, no. You, would, you take this thing. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh you should good. have had the dog take it, and it would have been really good, like a little combo. Yeah, we. You... No, 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 no. Then it would have stayed right there, and I we would have never like, let anybody. Dave, you have to bring the piece back to Boulder. You're in charge tonight. No, <laughs> I'll be your number You're two. You're scared. You have to come over, and we're gonna smoke out of some mm -hmm. of my really nice glass. <laughs> we'll do like a. Get it on camera. Get you more Mark, comfortable. Mark's like, yeah, watch no. Dave all nervous. <laughs> no. no. The whole nervous smoking is to relax. We should do a show called Nervous Hits with Dave. Oh, yeah, where he smokes on really nice like, You just keep pieces. handing him really but more expensive pieces every time. You don't, tell, more him, nervous he you don't tell him how much it's worth until he's like hitting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, how much do you think this is worth? And you'd be like, I don't know. And be like, $27,000. And you're like, you have terrible ideas. You all have terrible ideas. In fact, no green light at all. Red lighted. Totally. That's nixed. We're not doing Just that. Just relax, problem. bro. <laughs> All right. Oh, speaking of which, the bro is going to be watching the show. I invited him on the show, but he said maybe next time. Oh, we. I didn't realize he was still here. I'm sorry. Oh, look at that. Speaking of bros, he was relaxing. He's just chilling. He's chilling. He's cool. That's cool. Anything you want to sell before we cut out? Because this is a good time. Vinny's got the beat going. We've got a guitar back. Is it? Is it, what would it, is it backbeat? What is that? Oh, just stop Dave, it. Just stop, Please, Dave. Just stop. Don't try to You're talk about us. it. You're hurting all of us. The pain, is, the pain is, is too much. Dave's a party guy. Fantastic. Oh, this is tasty. Thank you, guys.
Alrighty. Good to see you. Thank we're you. We're going to see you in a few weeks, Dan. We'll, we'll Thank you. you. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Thank we'll, you for uh, having we'll me on your show. Oh, yeah, up it was great. No, you. thank you for putting up with us. And thanks for hanging out with us at the end there. We didn't even realize you were hanging out. Or with us. he didn't know how to hang up. And oh, he's it means too old? he's really old. No, I, oh. I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to see your show all the way through the completion. Oh, you know, and just, uh, for the money you know, shot. enjoy it as uh, you know, award very voyeuristically. That's pretty good. I think he gets an award for that. Doesn't he? Most people yeah. can't go all the way to the end of the show. That's like a we need like an award, guest award. It would be really cool. <laughs> Bestest if, if of guestest it, award from I'll, the Adam Show. I'll give you one last little, little attempted, you know, sway. It would be a a, 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 a tremendous honor to present an award at the Jack Harrow Cup. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> right, that, that, that was a great pitch. That's a great pitch. Yes, and the award goes to Dave for the best <laughs> groveling of the week award. <laughs> the groveler, it takes groveler a, of the year. A Thank hour. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am very honored that I was able Dan to win. Has what it takes See, he knows how to take. Oh, he knows. Boy. He knows oh. how to play both sides. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I want to thank the academy. It's weird, Mark. Vinny, and especially Mr. X, for keeping me so bloated during the, every show. Thank oh, I know you, all about that. Was it Look Sugar or something? Maybe we should have a, crystal. A, a, the best Jack story award. I don't know. That's a good idea, too. Yeah, throw, throw him in a hat. No one's better than ours. That's not possible. I mean, there's drugs involved. Well, and there's two <laughs> perspectives. There, you was, guys are so It was biased. 90. Yeah. It's so, so refreshing. Yeah. This is November of 1990. We 20, were 20. 22 years old. Yeah, it was 20, 21. I was 20 years old. 21. I was 21. So. Okay. I, I mean, come on. I wasn't old enough dead. to drink. Yeah. And I was in Amsterdam after Grateful Dead tour. Okay. Smoking weed every day. I didn't want to ever leave. Yeah. Uh-oh. You win, Dave. All right. All right. No, it's our story. It's our story. It's like our diesel. It's like our diesel. Uh, <laughs> All right, Dan. See you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link if you want to watch our after show. I'll send it to you on your thing. You can come jump and and you can use this link to join us if you feel like it. If you want to come there's back a, in, there's an after show show. Oh yeah, we always oh, have an yeah. after. We have a Patreon after yeah, show. You right? can just hang Adam's out. naked. You can we'll be you, back. Well, you can use this oh. link. You can either hang out and just hang out with us here, or we can jump back on this link. And I'm gonna send you another link that you can give to other people if you want to uh, watch it. So there you go. Oh yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right, gentlemen. All right. Thanks again. It was uh, really enjoyable. Always. Oh, you're always it. welcome, Dan. Looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Same for me. We'll see Looking if he can. Looking forward to seeing you both. Now right. this is where you have to reach up and turn off the. Oh thing yeah, you got to push the little push the little thing and then. He just needs to switch the screen. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that. Well, yeah, you can stay, Mark. Just oh, okay, the cool. Screen. Oh, yeah, Mark yeah. just goes like that. He's yeah, gone. Yeah, See, yeah. Bye. All right, you're really Let's, here, but yeah, you're I mean, really I had here. to turn off the basketball game, but it's cool. It's, it's cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Did I really <laughs> cramp your style? All right, guys. See you over Patreon. Look at the hole. Look at the hole in your heart, man. It's just crazy. That is crazy, man. It's just like smoke is coming out of your. Vinny, yes. you have to reach behind him, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can't do it, though. It doesn't work. Oh, yeah, that's right. It won't work. It's not real. It doesn't yeah. work. It's not real, Dave. Come on, man. Dave's like, what? Wait a minute. It was like the meme where she goes, "We why don't we just wait until it's nighttime and then go to the sun so it's not too hot? 
Yeah. That. There's that. Okay. Yep. All right. See you guys. See you Peace soon. out. Thanks. Oh, shout out to PDX Amazing and Beautiful Wife. And Chuck Solo for and the Chuck musical Solo. interviews. Chuck Solo. And Chuck Solo. Avail- and he'll be live tonight in Soho. And House of Dankness. Thank you so much. Rare Dankness. Got to head down. We're going to get a done deal set up for you. There'll be a discount. All nice. you'll have to do is go down really close to the airport in Aurora. Not the best location to try to go from to come to the studio right afterwards, not realizing how far you are when every single fucking person in the world is on I 70 at that time. Yeah. Um, are we playing the intro or we just gotta let him play out? Let him play out. Okay. I'll play the video though. There play the vi- Hey, uh, now you're thinking. Bye. <laughs> we hot mic'd. Thank you.